can I actually get to do jazz hands today? So let's oh, see. Jazz hands are. Uh, Kevin, can you do jazz? These are jazz hands right here. This is what you're not. Oh, you're protesting jazz hands, Kevin? No, I'm just saying we can't rope a dope. You got okay, you can All rope right. a dope. Go ahead, rope a dope. There you go. Okay. There's Kevin, okay. rope a dope. Thank you, Sal. When in doubt. Okay, there no. we go. Mac, even Military Arms Channel is doing jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for participating. We are live. Welcome back to the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. That's what's going on right here. Live from the Big Daddy Gun Studios. We are on Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded, which is the B channel, because YouTube has struck us down from the heavens above, and we are no longer allowed to broadcast live on the regular channel. So over here on the B channel, thanks to everyone who's joining us. Please hit the thumbs ups. We need those thumbs up. Let's get as many of them going as we possibly can. Tonight, I think this is episode 126. Tonight, we're going to talk about SHOT Show news and rumors. Um, and actually, more importantly, we're going to talk about what's going on with the ATF and bump stocks and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So we, we got Mac to come in um, okay. and, and talk to us about that. Thanks for coming in, Mac. Mr. Political, right? It's like, yeah. Yeah. Are you tired? Are you tired of talking about this yet? Or you know what? I'm not, man. What I'm tired of is apathy in our community, man. It's like everybody just thinks that nothing's happening, and everybody wants to talk about Shot Show and the coolest new toy. And what they don't realize is ATF, come January 25th, is about to pass a rule that will quite literally, uh, with the next anti-gun administration, allow. Uh, a president to sign an executive order directing the ATF to ban just about anything they want from, you know, Geisley triggers to, you know, 30 round magazines, all based upon ATF's proposed rule change of amending the Gun Control Act and the NFA to say all rate increasing devices are subject to NFA regulations. And right. nobody's doing anything about it. And this all started with the NRA. And, and their response after Vegas, within two days, NRA said, this is ATF's problem. They should fix it. They should ban them. And now that's exactly what's happening. And thanks to the NRA, we're about to have Canadian-style gun laws here in the United States, and nobody seems to know or care. Uh, to that end, before we get too far into it, um, I'm trying to set it up that I have a former ATF employee that headed the rules branch that, that raised rules. And he's going to talk about just how dangerous what it is that they're doing is and what a sham the comments period is dangerous what they're proposing is in terms of our gun rights um because you know he's he, he's shocked that that nobody seems to be talking about this yeah i mean so like why is this so bad who was gonna who's gonna say something good who's that kevin or is it walter who's gonna say I'm something listening. i'm paying oh. attention yeah, I mean, why why do we have such a low level of apathy? Why do people really believe that all the stuff that we really like right now, all the things we're excited about, this trigger, this gun's coming out, that thing, why do we really believe that a couple of months from now, a year from now, maybe two years from now, we, we won't wind up in this situation? Well, here's what's, here's what's wrong. What a lot of gun owners don't know, they, they seem to think that the Republicans are our friends. And what many people don't know is that many of that, the, the worst anti-gun laws that we live under were given to us by Republicans. Reagan gave us the Hughes Amendment that took away machine guns. Bush 41 gave us the import ban of 89. Of course, then and Clinton, the Democrat, gave us the crime bill, but at least it sunset. What the Republicans have done to us have never sunset. Uh, and right now in Congress, according to you know my sources on the Hill, it's not even the Democrats pushing for this change, this rule change at ATF. It's Republicans like Carbello 
Now, we shut him up. Um, his office, ironically, called my gun shop and wanted to talk to me um, <laughs> okay. because their phones were blowing up. And I was getting emails from my, my, my viewers saying they're just hanging up the minute they say that um, the military arms channel click. And, uh, oh, wow. and so then they called my my gun store wanting to talk to me and i just told my guys tell them i don't talk to traders yeah. and um, they should have just hung up so, on them too yeah. yeah it's pretty funny but ironically i saw a post one of my fans sent me a post a screenshot of something nra post on their facebook page claiming victory for shutting carbello down and i just chuckled it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah they, nra did so much there uh they did yeah. nothing they're 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 wanting this to happen and you know it, I had a short, brief, you know, five-month window into NRA because they really courted me. They wanted me to bring me on board, um, and I've hated them my entire life. But they had a new president coming on board, Pete Brownell, who's a very good guy and has nothing to do with what's broken with the NRA. He's actually trying to fix it. Sadly, the presidency and the board of directors has absolutely no power in the NRA, and that's the dirty little secret. Um, but they brought me in just long enough for me to see all the, the champagne and caviar, uh, highly expensive parties, lavish parties, uh, all the uh, people running around in Armani suits and, and waiters yeah. catered. You went, catering yeah, you them. went to the nice dinner. Um, yeah, I went, I went to the president's reception. I got to see that they probably spent, you know, $2,000 in parties at the NRA show. They fly around in private jets. They pay themselves extremely extravagant uh, salaries. They've built a temple to themselves in, in VA, the headquarters. It's ginormous. And it's just, it's just, and that's where your money's going. Um, and, and NRA is in the business of keeping everybody scared. They, they make these backroom deals. They, in one hand, they're saying, look what we're doing, guys. We're saving your gun rights. We do all this great stuff to protect you. You wouldn't even be able to own a gun if it wasn't for us and what we've done. And then in the back rooms, they're making deals to get these little incremental gun laws passed so that they can go come back and go, guys, the boogeyman's here and he's going to come take your guns. What, they're, what the general public doesn't see is the NRA is creating the boogeyman. They're a corporation that exists solely to make money, and that's evident in everything that they do when you take a look at how much they pay themselves, the amount of money they spend on parties and nonsense like that, um, and, and, the, and the fact that the board is a placebo. The membership thinks that they control the NRA through the board. The board has no say in what, what Wayne Lapierre and Chris Cox do. Uh, those two run the entire organization. They're elected. They're not elected. They're employees. And um, they do whatever the hell they want. And they basically tell the, the board to go pound sand. Yeah, it's and, worse um, than our two-party political system, which is pretty bad. It's worse than that. Well, after a revolt in Cincinnati, uh, NRA created a board with 76 members. Um, Amal Ann ran an article from Marion Hammer, the, pro, the former president of the NRA, who one of her uh, private emails got leaked out by one of her staffers that's actually pro-gun. And uh, it got posted on Truth About Guns and some other places where she said that the, the ATF never wanted us to have machine guns and that, th that they were shocked and dismayed beyond belief that ATF uh, allowed bump stocks to be legal. That's your NRA, guys. Yeah. And, um, and they posted Wayne Lapierre said on. the same thing when they were interviewing him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's just staggering. And, and yet they have the fanboys. That, that simply will not let go. And I say, guys, the only way to stop the NRA's nonsense and to bring them back into line to where they actually fight for our rights is to defund them, take their money away. But what people also don't understand is that their membership dues is a small fraction of the actual revenue that comes into them. The next step, when this, when this happens on January 25th and everybody wakes up and goes, oh my gosh, how did this happen? Nobody told me because nobody's talking about it. Um, 
the next step is is just organize boycotts against companies that fund the NRA. There's companies out there that give hundreds of thousands of dollars to the NRA so that they can get their stupid little awards at the NRA national conventions and get their articles written in the American Rifleman. And that's where the real money is. If we attack those companies and boycott them that support the NRA, that is, take, that is working behind the scenes to actively pass gun control laws so that they can create fear-mongering and create all this concern so that it can keep dunning you for money and filling your mailboxes and emails with, you know, endless requests for send us money or else all, you know, we're, we're all going to lose our guns. Yeah, and they're going to take that money, and they're going to make it and you should know something. Like with this bump stock ban, uh, it, it's so funny. Um, the NRA happens to be in the exact same, oh, I'm sorry, with Nick's fix, which I call the, Nick, the, the expansion of the Nick's harassment system. Uh, every, the NRA is saying it's just reasonable to expand Nick's, guys. It's only reasonable. I used to be one of those people that got uh, delayed every single gun purchase. I, de- I had a de facto waiting period. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm nothing. I had a high level security clearance in the past. I have a clean record. I don't even have a speeding ticket, but I kept getting delayed on every single gun purchase to the point where I had to get a U pin before I got an FFL. And what this NICS fix, which is, is going to fund the NICS system even more. So it's going to capture even more military veterans that have been singled out by it. It's going to capture even more people uh, where, where it has a 90 percent failure rate or uh, um, false positive rate. So here at the gun shop, everybody that gets delayed tonight. About 90% of them are able to come in and get their guns later after the waiting period. And, and, and NRA is, is pushing for some unknown reason. Nobody's even asking for it, but NRA is pushing for the NICS fix, and they're working with Dianne Feinstein, Chuck Schumer, and Nancy Pelosi. Anytime the NRA is on the exact same side of the argument as Feinstein, Schumer, and Pelosi, we're don't screwed. you think something's broken? Yeah, we're screwed. So we're screwed at that point. Yeah. And, and so what we got to do, guys, is, is start telling people, it, it, I back the GOA, but look at SAF, look at um, uh, the National Organization of Gun Rights, look at any other group. We need to build one up to have the power, and GOA is the closest, and they're certainly the most active. Uh, we we got to build up another pro-rights gun group. In the meantime, to fix it already, we've got to fund them. We've got to take away their members, and then we've got to take away all those big donors from manufacturers that they um, – but they basically, it's an extortion system. If, if you don't get in our good graces, you don't get coverage in our, in our magazines, and you don't get awards at our shows, and, and your products don't get you know, put up on a pedestal for everybody to race out and buy. It's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a, uh, you know, it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah. And, and, and trying to convince somebody that's, that's grown up around the NRA, like, oh, man, I'm NRA. I got the sticker, man. Yeehaw! It's on the back of my pickup truck. I'm NRA. And um, it's, 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 it's like Packers versus Bears. You, you're never going to go to a Bears fan and say, hey, man, let's become Packer fans. They would rather die. It's mm-hmm. the same thing with NRA versus GOA or any other gun rights organization, man. They don't care. They, they don't, it's, it's not what NRA does. NRA's brand. It's like Harley Davidson. They're, they're, they're hunks of crap. They're horrible motorcycles by modern standards. But people love them because of the branding and the lifestyle image. And it's the same thing with NRA. They're hunks of crap. But people love them because they're branding and lifestyle. Their marketing firm uh, is, is amazing at promoting them. And, you know, meanwhile, we're losing our rights incrementally. And every single major anti-gun law that has passed, every single one of them from the Gun Control Act of 1934 to the Gun Control Act of 1968 to the Clinton crime bill ban, right up to the Hughes Amendment and everything else, 
all has the NRA's fingerprints all over it. They have been behind or working with the anti-gunners and every single piece of, of legislation that, is, that has passed, and yet nobody ever called them out. Yeah, and they do. You get called. Oh, you're just a sh- you're just a, sh- uh, a show for GOA, or you're just a basher. It's like, wow, man. Yeah. Well, here's the and here's the thing. All of this is going on. What is NRA's position on what's happening right now? It's pretty. They're pretty quiet. They've gone silent. Yeah, they've gone silent. And and and, you know, one one thing that happened after Vegas that they learned a very hard lesson because a lot of us in social media became very vocal and we all quite publicly dumped the NRA was when after the the Vegas tragedy, you know, NRA came out and said anything that increases the rate of fire should be subject to the NFA, and everybody got mad, rightly so, mm-hmm. and that's how this whole thing got thrown over to ATF. It should have been handled, handled legislatively. We would have beat it in very, very easily. It never would have went anywhere. But no, they insisted, and people like Chuck, uh, uh, um, James Yeager are out there saying, no, NRA's playing chess when everybody else is playing checkers. Well, their, <laughs> their checkers game is just about it was going to earn us Canadian-style gun laws. Um, but, yeah, it's... Yeah, it, what, it, I'm, it, what I'm seeing is amazing, and that I, I cannot believe that I'm actually witnessing so many people that are looking at all of this and they're, they're seeing that, oh no, this is all gonna be good. They're just gonna get rid of bump stocks. Nobody likes those. They're, never right. gonna, they're not gonna go after triggers or anything else out there. No. You know, so, and this why, is- why do people believe that? Like what's making people think that this is not a big deal? So the anti-gunners have learned from, from past lessons, right? So anytime there's a national tragedy in the past, uh, you would see Nancy Pelosi, Diane Feinstein, you know, the, the, the usual cast of characters jump in front of the first camera, standing on the dead bodies with the bill that they written the, 10 years ago. They keep dusting it off and saying, look, we need to ban everything that, you know, is semi-automatic and anything that looks funny. And, um, it, and, and, and people, they, they've learned from those mistakes. And now what they're doing is, is, a slightly different tactic. Now what they're trying to do is, is not be honest about what they're doing. And they're trying to do things like, Oh, all we really want to do is ban bump stocks. But when you look at the regulation that the ATF has proposed, it's right on their website. If you look at the regulation they've proposed, what they're saying is, is we want to ban anything that is a rate increasing device. How nebulous is that? What's a rate increasing device? Everything. That's what, the, that's what this ATF guy is going to tell us. It's yeah. everything. It's open ended. It's worse than the Gun Control yeah. Act of 1968 under yeah. the Sporting Purposes Clause. If you take a look at what ATF has done to us with the Sporting Purposes Clause, they've banned they, they banned the, the, the Glock 42 from import for years. It, they finally had to make it in the United States. Why? Because it didn't meet the Sporting Purposes Clause. Because the ATF just gets makes has the ability to make up rules without any oversight. Just make up rules. They say, okay, a gun has to be a certain size and weight to be importable and to be sporting. We can ban AK barrels or um, you know FNFAL barrels or any Milsurp barrels from import because those barrels aren't sporting because they were installed on a machine gun at one time. How arbitrary is that? It's like mm-hmm. taking an AK barrel out of a gun in Romania and sticking it in a semi-automatic AK in America makes it a machine gun. No. All that's designed to do is to harass people. Yeah. And that's what ATF is doing. They're writing an open-ended rule so when Oprah Winfrey or Hillary Clinton or whatever Democrat gets into office next time that's staunchly anti-gun with a stroke of a pen and an executive order, they can say under this new regulation, under the in, uh, any device that increases the rate of fire, 
provision of, of the rewritten Gun Control Act 1968 and the NFA, uh, ban magazines that, are, that hold more than five rounds because um, it, it increases the rate of fire for a firearm, or ban Geisley three-gun triggers, or ban JPT Enterprises match triggers because they're only two pounds with a short reset, and you can shoot those as fast as you can as a machine gun. Um, that's what it does. It leaves the door wide open for future administrations to grossly abuse it. And, and if they don't believe that that's possible, just look at the Gun Control Act of 1968. It's been grossly abused to take all sorts of things away from us incrementally over the years. So, right. so let me because um, I know that there's we've got a lot of people that are um, in the chat that want to ask questions. I don't know if anyone here on the panel wants to ask a question of, of Mac before we get into it. Does anyone want to ask anything here in this right. regard? I'm good. Uh, Kevin? I think that the, the the information, actually, I commented on this. I think it was uh, uh, Monday. I said, you know, I believe that Mac has spies in the government because you seem to, 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 to get ahead of things really quick. Um, <laughs> I, you know, it, always on time. I would say that, you know, it's it, it, it's it's interesting to answer your original question about I think guys are, are laxadaisy, uh, laxadaisy when it comes to getting involved in the rights, whether you agree or disagree. Even the conversation is good to have. Uh, but I think because people get really focused on the objects, you know, the the enjoyment of shooting, the enjoyment of en enjoying the sport or hunting or whatever you do with them. I think it's so focused on that, that that get into the political realm doesn't have the cool factor. You know, it, it, it's like you actually have yeah. to you have to think you have to fight. You have to you know, you have to have harsh conversations because you might feel one way. I feel another way. But when we go shoot guns, we just have fun. So I don't I don't think it's cool to conversate about. So that's why I think a lot of guys can just ignore it. And then people, I believe personally, always rely on someone else to do it. Yes. Yep. You know? mm -hmm. Somebody else carries your water. I don't want to do it. Uh, I'll pay NRA 25 bucks. I'll pay GOA 20 bucks and, and, and they'll do all the fighting for me. I don't have to do anything else. I've done my job. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's where yeah. you lost right there. If you never, Absolutely. I always tell people never, ever believe in your life. Anybody else is going to save you. But you, you know what? No person that can save you. I, Mac, I've always wanted to ask this question, and you know what, man, humbly, I, I, res, I respect your, your your knowledge on the subject. So I'm going to ask you: Where historically, if you can educate me, where historically did we start believing that if you're a Republican, you're pro-gun, and there is no debate to have about that? Like, where did that come from? I have no idea, because like I said earlier in the broadcast, the Republicans are responsible for just about every gun law that's that's this gr a gross infringement on our second amendment rights like i said president reagan gave us the hughes amendment but that's also partially the nra's fault right the nra took the uh, the, the the fopa which was the firearm owners protection act to president reagan the the democrats had inserted what was called a poison pill which was the hughes amendment that said um that it would ban all machine guns. And so FOPO itself was a good law, but the poison pill was really, really bad, but nobody seemed to care. And the NRA, I still have the cover, and I can, I can share it with you guys, I still have the covers before the American Rifleman of the, uh, the publication that the NRA had back in the day that said Wayne LaPierre and all these guys um, will, will immediately challenge the Hughes Amendment in court. It will never stand the test of court. It's wholly unconstitutional. So we allowed, uh, we urged President Reagan to, to sign this bill into law and, and we'll fight it later in the courts. And guess what NRA did? Absolutely nothing. They never filed one amicus brief. They never filed one lawsuit. They never filed anything. They did nothing to undo the Hughes Amendment. 30 years later, people have just come to accept it. it it's, it's, people, and what's funny, not funny, but what's sad is after Vegas, it was mostly Republicans pushing for bump stock bans and, and pushing for all this other stuff. The Democrats were, too. 
But the, the Republicans were even louder. So I'm not sure where this paradigm shift came where, the, the, you know, uh, at one time, I think the man is people that everybody and a lot of votes in the Congress are straight down party lines. But the reality is, I would say a good portion of my audience that, that watches my channel will are, are pro-gun, pro-Second Amendment, but also identify as Democrats. And it, it's not it's not. Um, you know, a Democrat versus Republican thing. They're both dirty. So when people say when when they ask me, hey, Mac, you know, what party do you affiliate with? I don't I don't affiliate myself with any party in, in the state of Indiana. You have to declare a party just to vote in the primary. So yeah. I picked Republicans. Yeah, but I'm not a Republican. That's just so I can vote in the primaries. They want to vote in the general election. You know, I'll vote for whomever. Um, but we're always given two choices. Yeah, and, it's and the same thing here in worse. Florida. It's the same thing in Florida. Um, I'm actually registered as a Democrat in Florida. Lola went and switched to independent and then found out the hard way that if you're independent, you can only vote for an independent if they're running. So basically, most of the time she can't. Yeah, most of the time she can't even vote in the primaries. And I'm like, OK, it's a sham designed to screw with the elections. And Kevin, back to your point, man, I don't know. When, where people got the notion that 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 Republicans are, are pro-gun and Democrats are anti-gun. Um, I mean, generally speaking, there are more Democrats in Congress, not as the people, but in Congress that are anti-gun that always vo- vote party line against guns or for gun control. And generally speaking, Republicans typically vote pro-gun, you know, against gun legislation in Congress. But in the real world where you and I live, just out here going about our daily lives, it's not down party lines, man. Democrats and Republicans are, are gun owners. I, I meet Democrats every single day in my gun store. And, um, you know, it's, it's not down party lines. It's just down party lines in the halls of Congress and the Senate. And where people got the notion that Republicans are going to save them, I've been yelling since, since uh, the Trump election that if you think, if you think the Republicans are going to save you, you're in for a disappointment. So the, the, the gun culture as a whole, once Trump got elected, so we got Republicans in the White House, we have the Republicans in control of the Senate, we have Republicans in control of the House. Gun owners are lulled into thinking, oh, man, I haven't got to do nothing, man. Pop a beer, football's on. I don't have to do jack. I can just kick back and do nothing because I'm safe for four years. And then when the next you know, Clinton or Obama gets into office and they're anti-gun, then they run out and panic buy. But in the meantime, right now, when presumably we have home court advantage and we could press the issue and we could take this opportunity to turn back some of the anti-gun laws, gun owners sit on their, their fat butts and do jack. I don't want to cuss, but they don't do anything. Yeah, and they that we, we should never and then let post for four years and then panic when a Democrat gets in office. Yeah, we should never let the law get created in the first place. You know, never no. let it get created and, in the and, first and, place. Right, and and it's just. I would say the vast majority of gun owners are simply apathetic. You have the FUDs that have the shotgun that comes out once a year to go deer hunting. That comprises a large portion of the shooting community. You have the black rifle tactical community, the home, the personal defense community, the law enforcement community that tend to be a little bit more active politically. Uh, the folks that watch YouTube videos about guns tend to be a little bit more politically active versus other people that just, you know, get their American rifle in from the NRA and read a couple of articles while they're on the pooper and, you know, throw it in the yeah. garbage. Uh, those guys don't tend to pull out anything. Yeah. All we need to do is, is, is make gun owners, you know, wake them up. We have a very, you know, social media has changed things considerably. NRA used to be able to set up 
there and tell their lies, and people bought them because nobody could challenge them because they had no way to get their, their voices heard. Social media has changed that. You know, you, me, Guns and Gear, you know, Iraq veteran, and and you know anybody, Yankee Marshall, just name any any gun tuber. Um, collectively, we can tell the, the, our communities, guys, NRA screwing us again. Yeah. And and you know and and since Vegas, this comes from a source inside NRA. Since Vegas, they've lost almost a million members. The NRA. Because, yeah, the NRA. Okay. has lost almost a million members when 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 it just broke and i was at the iraq veterans shoot we were all there uh they were they were down about 400 and some odd thousand members people were calling in canceling their memberships uh and, and and they hate us they absolutely hate us uh to the point where nra has has actually uh gone out there and tried to call up companies and burn me in the industry saying if you even talk to the military arms channel guy uh, you're no longer in our good graces. We don't care how much money you give us. Yeah. I immediately called Chris Cox and I said, you better stop your nonsense. So you, you think, yeah. I think <laughs> you, you should start naming names. If companies actually do that to you, we would like to know who the hell those companies No companies are. taking them up on it. They've called okay. me. They're on okay. my side. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when I called Chris Cox on it, he insisted it wasn't his office doing it, but, and, and I know through channels uh, that, that, because you know, a lot of people within our NRA that, do agree with us. Um, I do have spies everywhere that feed me information. And, um, you know, it was Chris Cox's office doing it and they stopped it. Um, but, you know, we, we, we can't let this happen. As a matter of fact, I called NRA uh, when, when the, this, this comment period started with the ATF. Uh, and, and I said, guys, I'm just telling you right now, if you think after Vegas was bad, I'm going to reach out to every one of my friends in social media. I am going to urge them to uh, you know, deny you members to talk about what you've done here, and I will do everything and I can. I'll go. I'll start a GoFundMe. I will get uh, uh, constitutional attorneys. I will challenge it in the courts, and I will make it very public. And I will do everything I can to burn you to the ground to make you feel the pain for what you've done here. And um, I should take that all the way up to Chris and Wayne because mm-hmm. I, I will do everything I can to make you hurt even more if you don't stop this anti-gun BS. And um, that's, I think, some of that. I, I can't take all the credit, but social media as a whole has put enough pressure on NRA where they've gone radio silent on the whole issue. Yeah, I think that they realize, first of all, if, if any company actually does that, I would definitely like to know about that so I can talk about that company every day. Yeah, thank you, man. Uh, um, no companies – I get companies calling me that, that, that were telling me saying, this is what's going on, man. I think you should be aware. You've, you've, you've really you know, pissed off some big people. And I said, good. Glad to hear it. Thanks for letting me know. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not scared of the NRA. I'm not scared of anybody. I, I mean, my wife is freaking out thinking that, you know, some that some guys in a black limousine and black suits with masks are going to come up and shoot me in the back of the head because right. I won't shut up. But um, I get a, a, a we all have suicide? to take a stand. What's that? You have a Clinton suicide? Yeah, I'll just wind up dead, you know, underneath a tree with no blood puddle. <laughs> no, we don't want that. We, we definitely we definitely do not want that. Um, but but listen, I know it's a real thing that companies do. You know, companies try to use their leverage against us. Um, it's happened to me. It's happened to me recently. So companies try to do this to people to, to shut up our voice. Uh, ultimately, what this all means to me is freedom. So there's no way in hell that I would go for that. And if some if if these guys actually decided to do something like that to you, I think they'll probably be sent, uh, signing their own uh, death warrant, to be honest with you, because if they found out about that, they're done. 
I don't care. Nah, I don't what think that's an issue. Is. That that was that was months ago after Vegas. It all stopped when I called them on it. They realized I knew what they were up to. Um, yeah. I'm just more worried about um, NRA pushing us through backroom deals uh, for whatever reason to get this ruling handed down. Because I guarantee you, for them, it's it's a cash cow. If they can get the ATF to to make this determination to redefine what a semi-automatic is, it's a cash cow for them. Because I guarantee you, they'll start sending out blast emails saying. You're about to lose your gun rights if you don't send us money, um, and and that's been their their mo oh, by, for by that, Walter, decades. Are you still eating? Really seriously? Can you mute your microphone until you're done? <laughs> good man. Yeah. <laughs> no, whatever Walter's eating has got to be delicious. Share it. You're, with the, the, you're the one that you're the one that told me to get the good mic, so it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I just I don't mean to dominate the conversation. No, man. no. Um, uh, let, let's. Uh, if anyone has any questions here on the panel, definitely let me know right now. I'm trying to see if there's any uh, questions coming in from people. I got uh, in the I chat. One I've been getting asked about. Um, so it's about my attire today. <laughs> oh, because you're dressed up all in Glock. Yeah. So you know, I'm a I'm a man of men, and I I lost a bet. So. <laughs> Oh, you know, that's interesting. So, so Mac, the thing, I'm an HK guy, right? So I am, um, but, you know, I respect every quality firearm. I do. And I respect Glock, hence I have the pearl. But the deal was, in a basketball game, if I I lost, that I had to sit and I had to wear Glock and I had to say these lines. Real men shoot Glocks. (laughs) I've done my part. I've done my thing. I'm over. It's good. Got it. Now I got to change clothes. Yeah, I can't believe. There you go. And someone wants someone wants to know if Mac is an HK fan. I uh, like HKs, man. The only HK woo! I ever had an issue with was was the uh, was the VP9. But I, I ran the gauntlet test on the HK45, and holy cow, that thing is unstoppable, man. Um, yeah. The I, I love the LRP. I love the MR762A1. It's a great rifle, extremely accurate. I li- I've been a fan of HKs forever. You grab the Check. P7, yeah. Check this one out. This belongs to uh, Tony from Big Daddy Guns, the boss. Is that an eight or a, yeah, it's an is eight. This, uh, is it a no? I think it's a yeah P seven M eight. Yep, the M eight. I have a. Uh, I just I just came into possession of an M thirteen at a really really good price. Oh okay. I think Walter's looking for one of these. I I don't know if he's muted right now or not, but if you do come across one, you're looking for one, right, Walter? Well, possibility. Yeah, if if it's the right price, yeah. don't worry. Mac will take care of you. Mac will uh, Mac. Give him the yeah. Hank Strange. Give him the Hank Strange discount. Double normal price. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mark it up fifteen percent. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, mark it up and then mark it down. <laughs> yeah. So, but the VP nine didn't really even work for me. That like I was wasn't able to get locked back and all that kind of stuff. You know, but that's you know that's my big experience with uh, HK. The thing really for me with HK, and I like a lot of guns that they make. However. For me, at least from my point of view, doing what I'm doing, every time I've spoken to the people at HK, they keep telling me how they don't give a crap about the civilian market. I know that they changed their tune about a year or two years ago, but for the, for the most part, I would just get that message until I got sick of it. HK doesn't care about the consumer market. They they really don't. They're, they're all about military law enforcement sales. Well, how do you think that's going to affect them now that, um, you know, some of those contracts have been going away? Like they well, really- that's why that's 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 why they're starting to court this, the the market. People think that HK USA is this big entity, and it's really not. It's just a handful of people here. It's an import business. Uh, HK is based in Germany, and the Germans don't understand the U.S. market. Uh, the Germans build guns 
that you need. They don't care what you th- you say you need. They build guns that you need. And if you say, um, hey, I would like to see this change, the Germans will say, you stupid American, you don't know what you're talking about. Here's your <laughs> gun, much. go use it. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so is that, that, is that why is that why we get what we get with Glock? Well, Gaston Glock is another, yeah. I mean, look, look what, what has Glock done in 30 years? They're a one trick pony. They've made one gun with all the capital they've generated, all the money they've amassed. And all they do is just keep shuffling the deck chairs on the Titanic as it slowly sinks. They're losing market share every day to better guns and they, they won't come out with anything new. They launched the new Glock 19. Oh my God, the 19X, wonderful. They put a 19 slide on a 17 frame. The fanboys rejoice. It's like, yeah, Colt did that back in the in the 50s after World War II. I'm going to make a video about it. Um, I, I got a Glock 19 coming in, an X, and, you know, the, 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 the combat commander was a, you know, shortened slide on a full-size frame. It's not a new concept. Glock just invented nothing again. But the fanboys love it, and and they they rip on me because I make fun of it. It's it. I would have loved it if Glock would have just made it the true MHS program gun. I truly would have wanted one because of the external safety. I wanted to see how they did that. But what they did is they just took a bunch of parts and slapped them together. They already had painted an FDE and said, "Here you go. This is the MHS gun." When it's nothing like the MHS gun. Hank, how many times have I said that? If they would have put the uh, the manual safety on the side, I would have totally bought it just because of its like unique factor. Exactly. Nineteen X. <laughs> no. It's 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 a it's a it's a it's a fake gun. It's it's like it's like buying an airsoft toy of the real thing. It, it's yeah. not even the MHS program gun. If they would have released the actual MHS program gun, I, I probably would have bought, bought two of them. Yeah, yeah just totally for the collector's value. But maybe maybe they thought they would lose the the uh, Glock fanboys if they put a safety on a Glock. And then also right. all, how, all these how, all these authors who write who write stories and make movies where Glocks have safeties. You can actually have it now. They would be proven right. <laughs> I know. Why, why, why would that hurt their sales? They have at least 150 different SKUs of the exact same handgun, just in different caliber sizes and shapes. I mean, they launch a Gen 5, and all it is is an amalgamation of a Gen 1, Gen 2, and a Gen 3. When they brought out the Gen 3 pistol, the perfection was putting finger grooves on it. And then to perfect upon perfection, in the fifth gen, they took them off. Which I mean, they, they went backwards. Yeah, they yeah. went backwards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're just shuffling the chairs on the Titanic as it's slowly sinking, as they're losing market share, and they're going, "Oh my gosh, you know, M and P's taking market share. You got, you know, CZ really competing with them now. You got Beretta competing with them now. Everybody makes a, pri- a polymer frame striker fired pistol. They're Turks, losing market Turks, share every single day, and their response yeah. is, is, let's call it a Gen Five and do a big marketing push, and we'll sell some more guns to the same people that have been buying our guns for 30 years. They're not expanding their market. They're just selling." You know, a guy that has 20 Glocks now has 21, the, the Gen 5, which is no different than the other guns he owns. This is yeah. a really bad day to lose that bet. <laughs> <laughs> but the this funny is thing going, is, guys, the funny thing is, the entire rip on Glock, I actually think they're a good gun, right? It, it's not a bad gun. It's no. just they're one-trick ponies. You know, yeah. what do you think about, about this one is all modded up, Tim. This is the, the G40 10 mil guy. What do you think about him? 10 mil though. So yeah, 10 millimeter, it's automatically sold to me. Exactly. Um, <laughs> if it's 10 millimeter, I want it. Are you serious? I'm going to the high point. If it's 10 millimeter, I want it. Oh, um, oh, so you like the high point carbine then, the new one. Shoot it. Yeah, I, I, I think it's crazy. People were saying that, oh, you can't put a 10 millimeter. That's a good looking gun, by the way, my friend. Um, 
they yeah. um they're, they're, some people are saying about the uh oh. the ruger pcc9 and i said in my video um ruger awesome Ch you, know, you can change the bolt face out on it you got ch you know changeable mag welds awesome Make it in 10 millimeter. We had guys saying, you can't make a straight blowback 10 millimeter. I'm like, really? High point does it? It's the, yeah, it with Z-Mac. <laughs> if, you, if you can make a 10 millimeter blowback with Z-Mac, you can actually make it out of good steel and make it work. Yeah. I, I try to say to people that it's amazing high point is making one. I know, right? <laughs> I think that's amazing. Yeah. When they, say, when, they, when they say you can't make a t 10 millimeter blowback, say Orlikan. Or that's a 20 <laughs> millimeter blowback. Okay, that's yeah. some stuff that only you and Mac. What the hell is all looking? <laughs> what, what is that? It's a like the like the like the machine gun just seeing a deck of a boat shooting twenty millimeter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of times that's an Orlikan. Oh, and that's that's a blowback <laughs> gun with a big ass spring in it. Yeah. Oh, yep. oh, okay. <laughs> all you need is a bunch of mass and a big more heavy metal. ass spring. More metal, more metal. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mass, mass is metal. You need mass and a big spring. That's yeah. all you need. Um. You know, that's my that's my plan most of the time with most of the things I do. <laughs> <laughs> bigger nail, bigger hammer. Yeah, yeah. mass mass in a big spring. Um, yep. somebody made a real good comment. That would be interesting. What if you got what if we got the FNX tactical in 10 mil? I would shoot the hell out of it. That would be yeah. Yeah, I would have it. I, dude, if it's in 10 millimeter, I want it. Like I said, even <laughs> a high point. I can't, believe, I can't believe. OK, so how many 10 millimeters do you have, Mac? I don't know. Do people yeah. how many guns you own? I don't know. <laughs> but I'm hey, just, I have no idea. Hey, how many bullpups do you own? I think it's the same. It's the same line. If it's a bullpup, you're going to own it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I tell you what, Hank. If you if you come up, I'll I'll, I'll show you the the gun room. It's it's not a safe. It's a room. I can I'll show you. Yeah, I've been collecting for thirty years, and I, I'm just bad about it, man. I I, I can't trade sell anything, and I have to own as much as I can get my hands on. So I'll. You know? Um, what, what you're saying sounds totally sane to me. So, right, <laughs> there's no excuses. Is there a cot in the, in, in the gun room? Is there a cot in there? That's what I want to know. No, but you know, it's you'll you'll, you'll buy bag and still get to buy whatever the next greatest thing is. You know, I always say I love my mom, and for a hundred bucks, you can love her too. You know, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm glad my mom i'm glad my mom isn't doesn't use the internet because oh yeah. Was, was, yeah are you ready to die <laughs> are you ready to die uh, yeah so okay you pray you have a lot of 10 millimeter i don't even have one at this point i was gonna make the uh high point carby my first 10 millimeter. do it man that would be an awesome video <laughs> well because you doesn't get enough love but you, but you know, someone's going to make a bullpup kit for that, right? That's that was my reasoning. <laughs> they have to. They have to. You know, that was to. my reasoning behind it. I'd be like, mm, I could have the first ten millimeter bullpup. Yeah, like the right. CMMG Guard man and ten millimeter. That's a cool little gun. It's there, there's so many there's so many companies coming out with ten millimeter and and Forty Smith and Wesson's finally going away. Thank God. Because it, and the only reason I, I get mad at Forty Smith and Wesson, it's not that it's an ineffective cartridge. Yeah, it's it's a fine defensive cartridge. The problem is, is the FBI had a bunch of Nancys that couldn't handle ten millimeters, so they came up with a Forty Smith and Wesson, so their their uh, their their Nancy agents could actually shoot the gun and hit the target. Yeah. So. 
Nancy's, I like it. Well, yeah, you, you know, you got to make sure that you equally piss off everyone. <laughs> well, I don't hold back. Yeah. I, I get a kick out of it when they say, oh, you're just a paid show. I don't, I'm not sponsored by anybody. Paid show, it's like companies cringe when they find out I get one of their guns. They'll actually email me and say, hey, uh, we saw in, on Instagram you, you picked up one of our guns. If you need anything, let us know. I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's code. That's code word. Then, like, no, like, please don't torture test. <laughs> like when I did the RP9, right? And I was having all those problems, immediately got a phone call from Remington after I posted the video. And they said, we really like to send you another gun. I said, don't worry about it. I don't need one. I just ordered another one through RSR. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're like, damn it. Because they're going to try to send me a hand select gun that, of course, would work, right? Yeah. Um, I don't play that, man. No, I, that's people's. I, I I, and I don't know if people know this about you. You've told me before. Like it was a big deal, and you were able to get whatever guns you wanted before this. But it was really a big deal for you to get your own store, right? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a big move. I, I mean, for for you know, over over twenty years, I worked in an executive job. Um, I was a VP, made lots of money, which funded my gun collection. I was single. I didn't get married till late in life and had kids. So I, I had plenty of time and money to amass quite the gun collection. Uh, now as a YouTuber and a gun shop owner and a down market, um, I'm, I'm actually feeling the pinch, right? But, you know, <laughs> Good timing. Whatever. Yeah. But fortunately I have, I have enough guns where I have content to last me for a couple of years until, you know, hopefully this market turns around. Yeah. I, first of all, I think do what you love, but on top of that, I think that, um, it, it's great for someone like you to own a gun store. I know people from probably all over the country reach out to you to buy guns. I've had friends go to you to buy stuff. So. Oh, they do. And I, and you know what, man, it means so much to me. Uh, not only that, you know, we keep an open storefront. It actually costs us more to do it because most of our sales are online. Um, but we do it because every single day fans come in from all over the country and even the world, um, and, you know, like I had some guys that went to an um, electronic show in Vegas. They're from China. They bought their own plane ticket, flew to Chicago, rented a car, drove over here just to see the store, had no idea I'd be here. And the guys, you know, call me on the phone. fans and uh, they, you know, I always do. I mean, if I'm at lunch and they call me and say, you have a fan in the store, I'll stop eating and drive to the store to say hi. <laughs> and uh, so I go down, and there's a couple of guys from China, and we started talking. And, and I said, you guys really came all the way from Las Vegas from a trade show, flew to Chicago, rented a car, all the way over here just to see the gun store. We're going to lunch. And I took them to lunch. They simply couldn't believe it. I said, what do you want to eat? They go, we hear that, you know, your, your buffalo wings are really good. <laughs> I got the perfect joint, guys. I took them to a wings place, you know, the big spender I am. And uh, we had a great, time, great conversation, man. Yeah, they yeah, should have said so steaks I, yeah, we and lobster. Open storefront just for fans. Yeah, they should have said steaks and lobster, man. That's what I would have said. <laughs> I know, right? It'd be like, oh man. But I, I really appreciate the fan base, and I, I you know, I, I'm one of the few guys in social media that has a physical address that if you if you come to it, there's a very good chance I'll actually be here. And uh, so the stuff I say on the internet and the posts I make and the people I upset, you know, they know exactly where to find me if they want to have a conversation, you know. And I always tell people they're really nasty to me. I'm like. Just come by my store. It's not a threat. I'll buy a cup of coffee and let's go talk and, about whatever your issue is. You know? Yeah. you know, I think ultimately it's hard for someone to really like have it out with you because you're you're not a bad guy. Uh, you're passionate. What people are seeing, like even on the subject that we're talking about with the NRA and what's going on with bump stocks and the ATF and all that. I keep telling people that behind the core of you, you're truly passionate about this when there's some people that are in this thing 
that are here for the fame and the glory or the money. I don't know where the hell the money right. is, but you know, this, <laughs> we're, we got to keep digging for it. It's out there somewhere. Yeah, I know. Right. Um, but you're, you're not really here for that, man. You are truly passionate about it. And I think that lots of people appreciate that about you and the other YouTubers out there, you know, cause I don't want to make it seem like you're the only one, but there's... I am not the only one. There are a lot of very good people out there that, that definitely are very strong voices like yourself and, and everybody on this, 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 uh, live stream and, and, and all the other gun tubers, many, many activists out there. Um, and, and we need all of us together and it, it's not like, you know, we can, we can be the bulls and have Michael Jordan carry the game. It's a team effort, man. And I'm yeah. not Michael Jordan. That's, that's Hickok and Iraq veteran. I'm actually kind of small in the grand scheme of things. When you look at demolition ranch and all these other guys, I'm not that big of a channel. No, but you have you have a very loyal following for the, the people who know you, you know, really you're and I'm not just saying this because you're on here, but you're if I don't you know, because I'm making videos and all that kind of stuff, I can't watch as many videos as I used to. But you're one of the guys that I still catch your videos. Thanks, man. You know what I mean? I'll be because honest, I got something out of it. All I watch is my own videos. And, and as pretentious as that sounds, it's only because I have to in editing. And then once I'm done editing, I never want to see that video again. Yeah. Well, I, I watch other stuff. What what kind of – and um, wait, hold on a second. Walter, did you want to ask something? Did you want to say something? You're muted. Muted, Walt. I got – because I got accused of making too much noise. Um, <laughs> because I have guns here right by the microphone, by the way. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask Mac about – were you in the gun? Did you have a store before Obama? Um, before, no. So we started right. our gun store about four years ago. Okay, that was my. I heard you say a down market. Right now, it's a normal market. Yes, it's down to us. So we started our, our <laughs> See, gun store. That's what I was going to say. You've never been. You net it. You didn't have your store when it was normal before. No. So, okay, so I've said that about a lot of folks in the gun business. Now they've never known it to be normal. Normal. All they yeah. know is up and down and up and down and left and right. So yeah. when it gets like it is now, everybody goes, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, that's what happens. That, that was before right. Obama. It was the same way. I, I, I understand that. So, yeah. 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 We, honest, we honestly need the market to be. I think it's very dangerous what the market's doing right now. And I think that's why we shouldn't mess around. Why is it dangerous? I'm just asking you. Because in no, 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 for take out the politics, no, take no, out no. the worry about losing your stuff. What's right. wrong with the general any, market? any market that's constantly fluctuating like this, up and down, up and down, making these massive swings one way or the other is eventually going to create incredible fatigue in it the did. market. Yeah, it did. You're seeing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of a normal. Thing. A lot of people don't want to be involved with the politics because they're tired of it. You don't be quiet. They, they, dealt, they, they dealt with this up and down with their emotions for eight years. And now they're like, oh, I can really take a break. Well, obviously, you can't take a break. You, yeah. When it comes to the politics of it, you cannot take a break. It's too, I, I think it's too important. But I hear it from people all the time. I, I don't do politics. They That's do guns. Funny. They do guns. But they do they live guns. in the world? I said, well, how do, you, how do you own a gun and not watch a little bit what's going on? You know, well, I, I don't, I don't, you know. I, 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 it's apathy, man. Yeah. Well, because, yeah. yeah. You know, it, we, 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 we as Americans have it very, very good because we have massive oceans on both sides of us. We have great neighbors north and south of us. Uh, well, Mexico could be considered a great neighbor at times. I mean, they, <laughs> it depends what the, what the drug cartels are doing that yeah. particular week. Right. Um, but, you know, I, I vacationed, you know, in, 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 um, 
in Mexico. I love it down there. Love the people. But, you know, Mexico doesn't threaten us. Canada doesn't threaten us. So we just get lulled into thinking that, oh, we're safe. Nobody can touch us. We don't have to worry about defending ourselves. We can just go out and, you know, play Frisbee and go skiing and and watch football and basketball and kick back and life is all good. And what they don't realize is the world's changing very, very, very quickly. Um, China is not our friend. They're a trade partner. They're not our friend. They're not a partner in trade either. They're an enemy in trade. Right. If anything, there's a tremendous trade deficit. Um, But they're building the capability to project force. And why do you think they're doing that? Why do you think they're building aircraft carriers and submarines? Who do you think they're building them to to, to use against? For us. (laughs) Ain't ain't the Russians. (laughs) At the same same time, the last eight years, we, we neutered the Navy. Pretty much, yeah. By retiring oh, we, all these neutered. ships, yeah, I know, man. Uh, th- we've neutered a lot of our military after eight years of, of democratic leadership. You know, we've spent trillions of dollars fighting a war and not and not re- not not keeping the military in a constant uh, state of readiness. We've we've lot we've let a lot of things slip. Uh, President Clinton did the same thing, man. He was launching Tomahawk cruise missiles like we had, an, you know, an endless <laughs> supply of them. He was launching them, but they weren't building new ones. Right. right. So it's like, you know, we've depleted our resources so much and we're trillions in debt. Um, You know, Americans are going to wake up one day and we're going to be a third world economy and they're all going to go, well, why does a a can of Coke cost $19? Well, because when I was a kid in the 80s, when I went to Mexico, a can of of Coke cost about 100 pesos. (laughs) (laughs) If you want expensive cocoa, now you got to do is go to San Francisco. Oh, good grief. I know, right? Sugar charge on everything. Yeah. That's in Chicago too, right? Chicago, I think, did it. New York it started, I believe, started in New York with Bloomberg, and then it went to California. And I think Chicago's up to it. Chicago, yeah. you know, I actually went by town. I, you know, I, I used to work downtown Chicago in, in my executive days, um, and I, I went by um, City Hall one time, and there were people outside protesting. Streets were shut down, right? All these protesters, they're holding picket signs, and you're not going to believe me when I tell you what those picket signs said. What? Raise our taxes. <laughs> the city was broke, and these goofballs were out there with picket signs demanding that their taxes get raised. And that, my friends, is what is wrong with this country. Feeding your own self to the slaughter. Basically. I know, right? It's, this is why I tell people to say they want to raise taxes. Hey, if you're that willing to give your money away, then then when when Send you it. get the tax bill, let's say it's ten thousand dollars, write the government a twenty thousand dollar check. Double. If you're so willing just to give the government money so they can piss it away, give them all your money, but leave me the hell alone. Yeah, right. I mean somehow we managed to fight the Great War, the First World War, and we didn't have an income tax, and yet our company, our company, which it's company, our country still ran in the black. Yeah, how is that possible? We didn't have an income tax. We didn't have you know tax on coca-cola we didn't have village taxes like they have in chicago we didn't have license plate taxes and we didn't have gasoline taxes like we do now also had no welfare either and we had no welfare that was that was roosevelt that came about after after world war ii and we Um, also had fear what you was what you were talking about people weren't you know i'm not saying america wasn't doing well but people weren't super comfortable in what they have i bet you if you really checked into those people with those signs most of those people didn't actually have a job and don't actually pay taxes. No, it's the sad reality is, is a very, very, very small percentage of Americans actually pay taxes. Right. And, and, what, right. and, and on the other side of that, the rich people have the most loopholes. Mm-hmm. So it really falls on the middle class to support everybody else. And mm-hmm. 
You're, break, you're breaking up a little bit there, Mac. Can you, you know, do you see that um, thing that looks like your bandwidth on the phone? Um, no. Yeah, if you look at the, if you look on the on the screen, like um, there's the hang up button and then the call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adjust ba- bandwidth? Yeah, just adjust that down a little bit. Is that better? I put it to medium. Yeah, good, good. Because if you if you go on a nice rant, we don't want to miss it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah. well, I, but if you want to see what happens when you destroy the middle class, go look at a socialist country like Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what happens when you have yeah. no middle class. Yeah. And you, you just have rich and poor. Well, and, I, I, um, I tell people this all the time. Like um, a couple of years ago, I was talking to my dad, right? I'm from Guyana. And my, my dad was doing pretty well in Guyana, right? He was in charge of infrastructure in Guyana. And he, you know, he knew the prime minister and all that and played chess with him. And you In know, Chicago, we call that the mafia. But go ahead. Basically, basically. <laughs> and, um, you know, they, were, they sent my dad to Brunel in London to get his master's degree in metallurgical engineering. And, you know, I asked him why, when you left. And when he left, he took all of us which they never let you do. They don't, they just, the guy would just go on his own. If he took his family, they knew he was never coming back. So they had to have an act of Congress for my dad to take his wife and children and leave Guyana. So I asked him one day, I said, dad, why did you, cause he obviously never went back. And then he became like a criminal basically in Guyana. Um, because you know, all of us went into that status basically because we didn't go back. Um, so I said, why did you do it? If, if you had, if you were so well off, I remember my dad, like, on construction projects and all, you know, I mean, it was amazing what I remember as a kid. And he said, because with all of that stuff, one day he had like one pair of shoes and those shoes were so worn out that there was a hole in them. And when he went to the store and looked at what it would cost him to buy a pair of shoes, it just blew his mind. And he said, there's no way in hell I could have my children grow up like this in this country, even though I have all these things. And, and that's what, you know, that's what you get from that. That's what Bernie Sanders would give us. Right. And, and, and it's so funny watching the, the socialists and communists. And I, I say it multiple times, there's nothing in this world. I hate more than a communist. I hate them. I, I hate them. They should be wiped from the face of the earth. It's scourge. Um, you have, you have, uh, socialists like Bernie Sanders who now are trying to rebrand themselves as democratic socialists. Socialism works great right up until the people you're taking the money away from leave the country. Then, mm-hmm. then socialism doesn't work. Then you get what you have in Venezuela and every other socialist country that's uh, completely collapsing. The, the, the USSR collapsed. You know, the, the millennials probably don't even know what USSR is or what CCCP is. They never even heard mm-hmm. of it. All they know is the, the Russian Republic. Um, that's what happens to socialism and communism, which is even worse. You know, you have gulags, you have, you know, Anyway, I don't want to get into all that. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. But it's it's our brand of socialism, so of course it's going to work. It's democratic socialism. It's not, not progressive. progressive. It's like yeah. It'll totally You're, work this time. My brain is exploding. You're not progressive. Socialism. Why aren't you more progressive? Why aren't you more <laughs> yeah. progressive? Well, it went from you know what's funny is if, if you if you Google right now on your computers, Google classic liberal and tell me what you guys find. <laughs> so, yeah. so what the socialists do is they 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 commandeer phrases wording and they're great at 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 at, uh, marketing themselves but the true definition of a liberal is a conservative what we call a conservative today i I had that realization not long ago that i i liberal is what you i am a classic liberal and it means libertarian it means i don't want government in my life leave me the hell alone yes 
Yeah, it's so funny, but yep. that's how they do it. Then they go from liberal, then they go to progressive because liberal gets you know, like, oh, you dirty liberal. It gets turned into a dirty word. Then they say, we're not liberal, we're progressive. We're, you know, yeah. it's just, it sounds yeah, it's, so, it's so harmless. We're just progressive. Yeah. We're progressing forward. That's called Brave New World. Isn't it Brave New World? Those are Brave New well, World words. Or is it 1984? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. 1984 is Orwellian. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those are, you know, uh, let me just take a quick break here to remember. We have we're like approaching uh, 200 people. So please hit, click the thumbs ups. We really yeah. appreciate that, guys. Hit the thumbs ups. I think we're, we're like less than 100 thumbs ups right 91, now. So, 91, 91, 91. Yeah. So if you guys appreciate what's going on, please hit the thumbs ups. That helps us. Mm -hmm. If you're tuning in and you're not subscribed to the Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded, please subscribe because this is where we're going to be until we get our our uh, speaking of communism and socialism, until we get our going live rights back, you know, which I did, I did contest the whole thing that happened, but they don't give a crap. They even deleted the video, the live video that they cut off. I don't know if you- That's I think, unbelievable. Yeah, we were live on air. Oh yeah, and it went black. Yeah, and we were talking about, we, we were t actually, I think we were talking about the whole Trump and, you know, shithole thing. I don't want to yeah. get into that all over no, again. Because no, no, no. <laughs> you get banned again. Yeah, not just that. I mean, you know. Oh, oh, your account. Bad. Go away. Whatever <laughs> 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 you free think it does, you're not towing the, the progressive line. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, and I don't even think they took time to look into what I was talking about because I was actually giving Trump a hard time. Good. You know, but we were trying to we were trying to have a good conversation ab about the whole thing. And we were all being respectful and all that. I think what happened, I've seen you talk about it in your life, in your life things, that there were a bunch of trolls in there just saying a lot of craziness. And we couldn't stop those guys fast enough. And the ones that we did stop, I think, went out there and like reported us and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, we yeah. did. A, we did a live stream with uh, Eric Pratt from uh, Gun Owners of America last week. And it, it's amazing. I don't know where these people come from, but you get these anti-Semitic people come in, these racists come in, they make these yeah. you know, unbelievable, nasty comments. And, and how we have it set up now is we have two moderators that are just banning as fast as they can. And, and they're doing <laughs> this on purpose because Google monitors that. And if they see that going on, they'll shut you down. Mm -hmm. and, That's what happened. That's yeah, what happened. They're trying to shut us down by, by doing that stuff. And, you know, I tell people right away, if you come in here and, and, and you say stupid things, if you say anti-Semitic or racist things, you're gone. No questions asked. I'm banning you for life. But they just keep creating fake accounts and keep doing it. They're trying to silence us. That's what the progressives do. They're book burners. They're, right, they're, right, they're right, brown right. shirts. They're Nazis. Yeah. People want to say that conservatives are Nazis. No, no. they were called the, the National Socialist Party for a reason. They, they were... took control of all industry and right. they burned books and they threatened and silenced the opposition. That's exactly what the American progressive does. Yeah. But in the end, what happened to the brown shirts? They didn't have a good time either. The brown shirts all got axed too, for the most part. Well, yeah, there, there, there was the <laughs> night, of a, too a, much. night of a thousand knives or whatever. Yeah, when right. the uh, SS got taken out by the SS. Yeah. Right. Correct. So, so that's people. what that's what that whole thing was about. They um, they just took those guys out once they got what they wanted. Well, no, Hitler lost faith in the brown shirts. Right, right. Uh, they, they brought them to power. power. Yeah, they became too powerful. They thought they were going to challenge his power, so he had his his loyal loyal guards, the SS, basically <laughs> assassinate the brown shirts so he can keep power. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's it's um it's crazy how quickly we forget, and and you know maybe it wasn't you know. And we're not talking 10 people either. We're talking hundreds of people. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Or thousands yeah. of people were killed. So, and yeah. here's what kills me, guys. Here's what kills me. There are still people today that bear the marks of Nazi Germany, mm-hmm. Jewish people that still have the tattoos on their arms. And, and God bless them, they're getting older, older now. We're losing our World War II vets, and we're losing um, are those folks that survived those concentration camps. But, um, but the, the, there are still people alive that lived through that, that horrific Holocaust, and yet we have people of the Jewish faith in They're Congress anti-gun. pushing for gun control. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand that. It's, it's mind-numbing. <laughs> it would be like the gay community saying, oh, we should ban guns after the gay nightclub shooting. We had a whole bunch of, of, of gay couples come into our store after that nightclub shooting, and they wanted to buy guns. And they wanted to get training. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You, yeah. you absolutely need a gun. That's absolutely, what it means yeah. to be an American. You have a right to life and self-preservation. And, yeah, and, exactly. and, and we have people alive today that, that live through that that say, oh, no, we don't need guns. Let's no. ban them. We, let's let the government have guns because that's always worked out so good in the past. Yeah, right? I, uh, I went to I went to Atlanta to uh, you. Uh, Google has a headquarters in Atlanta, and I went there to do a YouTube thing probably like uh, a year and a half, two years ago. And, you know, I do I put crazy stuff in my head. So I had guns <laughs> put into my head. And so the people at YouTube and the security and everything in that building were really mad at me. But of, of the other YouTubers that were there. Yeah, there were these YouTubers that were black and, and gay. You know, and they were talking to me about the gun thing and they were like, dude, we need we need guns. I was like, yeah, hell yeah. Everyone needs guns. Yeah, and they were they were happy to talk to me and they wanted to know about things. But everyone else over there was like, did you did you bring guns in here with you? You know, I just had some guns in my head. Now, you can you can do any other craziness you want to, but you can't. You know, th- this is the problem. Right. Yeah, it's, it's an indoctrination. So it, it starts at the school level. It, c- it continues through the collegiate level. Uh, it's an indoctrination that started back in the 50s and 60s with the yeah, hippie movement. Yeah. Those people are still in power in these schools. And, and, and they're, they, it's, a, it's a never-ending campaign, and that's why I'm a no-compromise person when it comes to our gun rights, because there's no such thing as a compromise when we're talking about our rights. A compromise implies that both people get something of equal value, right? Yeah. So if we're truly going to have a compromise, we say, yeah, we'll give you bump stocks, but you erase the Hughes Amendment and the NFA, and you can have bump stocks. We wouldn't need them anyway, right, because we got the NFA repealed, right? But that's, that's not that, – they're not compromising. What they're doing is just taking. So when the NRA and all these other groups compromise, what they're doing is handing our rights over on a silver platter. And um, I have no I, – I don't want to compromise with anybody. The only thing I want to hear uttered from the, the lips of an anti-gunner is, I'm sorry that we've stripped you of your liberty. Here they are. You can have them all back. Until they amen. say that, screw them. Yeah, my absolutely. AM. Uh, amen. Amen. Go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> that's why I often say, you know, and um, that's why I often say that there's there's a bunch we can do, right? And everybody, I always say that everybody has their own gifts. Like everybody's great at something where other people might not be as good as you. Uh, but whatever your gift is, use it. Because right now we have more people that are not shooting guns and not understanding the freedom than we do that are, right? So right. it would be nice that if we can get, you know, even from sales perspectives or uh, voting perspectives, one one thing that I noticed that a lot of gun people do, and just in conversation, they don't mean any harm, is they, they start immediately, immediately with, I don't even know what a trigger is, right? And I'm trying to figure out what guns are and if they're cool. They start immediately with politics. Talking to people about politics, because right, because if I've been voting, say, for whatever my, my interpretation is, I'm going to vote for a person A, B, and C throughout their entire political career, right? I have some type of loyalty to them. 
And if you immediately start talking to me about that sucks, don't do that, I'm going to be defensive because I have to defend the decision I've been making for all these years, right? Yeah, you're going to shut yeah. down. You're going to shut yeah, down. Yeah, down. So just, just start taking people out and just enjoy it with them. And then slowly start talking about, hey, you know, get them, get them enjoying it. And then if you just leave them with fruit to think about, say, hey, when you're using, I'm not going to tell you how to use your political vote or your political power. What I will say is, you know how you were able to come out with me for the last few weeks and shoot guns and have a good time and you want to be able to protect your family? Yeah. I want you to think about the people that don't agree with the fact that you have that right and throw your hand. And so that's all uh, I want beautifully and said. And who you've been voting for. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what? Guns are a gateway drug to freedom. Obviously, you know, Kevin, uh, I think uh, out of everyone here on the panel, you're the one actually interacting with uh, people doing the classes and everything. Um, you're seeing firsthand what we're talking about, right? Yeah. And so that's that's what I mean by everybody has their like their great, great gifts. Right. And so I think that my great gift is communicating with people and uh, really working with people at a ground level. So when I'm doing my little smidgen to go out and do what I can to promote our freedoms and our 2A, I take that strength. And when I'm talking to them, these are like, for instance, uh, this past weekend, had a wonderful conversation with my Bosnian friend. He, he uh, immigrated here from Bosnia, so he wasn't born here. Um, we're sitting down talking and uh, he loves his guns and we're sitting talking and he says something to me. And it's like, man, I've been trying to tell people that for years and I need gun people to listen to me. We're sitting there debating. He was like, you know why I like you? I was like, why? He's like, because you never, ever made me feel like you were using me. So I, I, that's why he interacts with me. He said, but so many times, man, I'll just be talking to people and they are uninterested in how me and my community feel being the Bosnian community until they need our votes. And we're sick and tired of being used for that. He's like, so there are people in, uh, in the Bosnian community that will not vote pro-gun because only time you talk to them is when elections are coming up. Yeah. And they, they're, they use that. So they're not, they're not in tune with that. So when I'm coming back saying, hey guys, from this community, this community, whether it's African-American, Bosnian, Asian, whoever I'm talking to, when I'm putting all those pictures up on Instagram, dealing with all these communities, uh, even with aiming for the truth, when I'm there doing that event and people are, are opening up saying like, hey, guys, and, and I'll tell you, you guys hold me accountable. All you guys are intelligent. You know about gun control. You've been hearing it for years. So there is this part in the in the, the noir episode where I snatched a T-shirt off a guy's head and he turned around, looked in the mirror and threw his hands up. But nobody heard the audio of what was going on. So instead of beating them up with politics at the aiming for the truth event, this is what I said. Seventy people in attendance. And I said, hey, guys, hmm. Now that we've got all these great resources for you. So, Mac, I don't know if you're familiar with Aiming for the Truth, but um, it's a program where we the short version is we help enrich people's lives through employment, uh, education, rebuilding families, um, helping them get mental uh, mental health. So we bring counselors in. We also bring FFLs in because a big thing is with certain communities, they feel very uncomfortable and have very a lot of stories about how it's uncomfortable going in gun stores. So even when you get them into it they don't know where to go so i invite the ffls in it's really a community enrichment thing like let's break awesome. down barriers and field together yeah um and so one thing i did there is i said okay guys i brought a guy up and this is bringing an overall point i brought a guy up happened to be an african-american man about 25 26 years old uh very nice kid i brought him up i put a t-shirt over his head and we had a guy stand behind him with a six foot tall body mirror and he didn't know he was there and i said okay when i say something guys audience hold me um Hold me responsible. I gave them just a textbook definition of the word control. No gun, just the word control. I said, all right, when I say something about guns you haven't heard before, I want everybody to hold me accountable. Everybody. They said, okay. 
I said they're dark, they're scary, they need to be legislated, they can't be controlled. Only certain ones of them can be trusted, i.e. in the hands of military or police. They're running amok on society, and we will never have peace until they're, we, we have them under control. Anybody disagree? And I said a few more things. Everybody's like, no? Sounds pretty much like what I've heard. And I yanked the shirt off his head, had him turn around and stare in the mirror. I said, tell me I'm still talking about guns. <laughs> at, at, at that point, and that's when he threw his hands up. Like, no, you're talking about me. I said, exactly, guys. And when you educate people, whatever your skill is, I'm not saying everybody can do that, but whatever your skill is, when you're doing that, introduce people to it that way. So, because that was an eye opener. Like, you should have heard the breaths in the room. Like, all this, like one woman said, <laughs> she said, You mean to tell me she was in her 50s? She said, You mean to tell me that I've lived my entire life being told how to hate myself? Yes. I said, Exactly. Yeah. And that's what she said. Yeah. So let's 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 use your I like to to sum that up. I will say, guys, use your your gifts. And sometimes you're great at taking one or two people out to the range. And if you guess what? If you flip those one or two people, we can put out all the great YouTube videos we want. But if you flip one person that week, you've done a hell of a job. Yeah. You know, like I agree. So we all have to get out there and do the work. And don't I just advise don't beat them up with politics. Give them the plate. Give them a knife and teach them how to cut their own food and let them come up to the decision. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I think this is yeah. what we were talking about when it comes. This is where lots of people we were talking about the NRA and a lot of things going uh, political parties, Republicans, Democrats. This is what they're missing. They're really not dealing with us on a real level. They don't really care anymore. We're just numbers to them. Right. Or we're just sheep or cattle going in for the slaughter. Yeah. 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 You know, they use this for our votes. They 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 it, what, what I always find interesting about politicians, regardless of their part or their party. They always make promises, grandiose promises during the campaign. And then once they get in office, they almost all behave the exact same way. Yeah. Right. So take a look at Bush 43. He gave us the Patriot Act. He did the bailouts. Oh, you know, you know, this this company's too big to fail. We got to bail them out. We got to use your tax dollars to bail them out. That happened under Bush 43, a conservative. And then what happens when President Obama comes in? Right. <laughs> Promised to do change everything up and do things completely differently. And what did he do? Save everyone. He, he, he did. The, <laughs> yeah. No, he, he he didn't repeal hated the Patriot Act. They didn't repeal the Patriot Act. They gave us another act. What was it called? The National Security Authorization Act or whatever. They gave us, gave us another act, even more encroaching on our, our liberties. And they continued the bailouts and up the ante and, and bailed out more companies with more money we don't have. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, people see. Republicans and Democrats is good and bad, you know, and, and it's not that. They're all corrupt to their very core. They're going to lie to your face, tell you exactly what you want to hear to get elected, and then once they gain power, they keep doing whatever the hell it is they want to do, which doesn't benefit the people. Yeah, so. absolutely. You know what? All politi- politicians try to create problems so they can look like they're solving problems when all they need to do, like, just go back to the basics and give us our rights. Right. That's well, dude, it. Politicians do stuff like, you know, I heard Kevin say African-American and that term. I hate that term. I hate that term. And why? And I'm, I, I make I make fun of it because when I go into some place, I have to fill out a form and they ask me what my nationality is. And I'll, I'll write other and put Euro-American. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a freaking American, well, man. And, and, and African-American or, the, or, you know, South American-American. It's a divisional or thing. They're trying to divide us constantly, trying to divide on, everybody else. On purpose. Else. Exactly. They keep us divided so we can't come together and fight the real enemy, which is our government. 
and, and they mm-hmm. keep us divided. They keep these this false narrative going that we all hate each other. And, 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 and I'm not saying racism doesn't exist. It most certainly does. But that's a dying breed. Yeah. Right. People well, are coming I, I around. Tell, to I can tell you people were just absolutely. Americans. I'll tell you what, when I served in the military, there wasn't there wasn't, you know, Hispanic or or white or African-American. We were yeah. all just you know, Marines. Well, if we can be Marines, we can be Americans. Right. It, yeah. it, it, yeah. And, and it, I just wish more people would see things that way and stop using these terms that we've been conditioned to use because it's politically correct. Kevin, you're an American, dude. Hank, you're an American. I don't need any other descriptive terms. Yeah, I get that. Listen, Lola was actually born in Africa and she does not like African-American. She wants to be called an American. If you if you want to know where her origin of African descent, you can be an American of Polish descent or. You know what's funny, man? Everybody on this everybody on this live hangout, if we all did a 23 and me, a a, a DNA swab, you're going to find out you're going to have. Danish blood in you, um, Chinese blood in you, um, African blood in you, uh, you know, all of us are mutts. None of us are, are, you know, I'm tasty white, but that doesn't make me, you know, like I'm definitely German. I'm definitely English or I'm definitely Dutch. What percentage do you have to have? I mean, because most people, including white people, have at least two or four Somewhere like two or four percent Africans. Um, a, a lot of them have more than We're that. All mutts, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I'm definitely a mutt. It's, it's 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 skin pigment. It has nothing to do with who we are. And 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 by using those 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 terms of I'm an African American, it's a PC term generated to divide us. I'm not ripping on you, Kevin, man. Oh, I'm I just you. saying I I hate I hate that we have to keep doing that. You know, and but it's done by politicians to keep us divided for votes and money and power. I think when it comes to, you know, I'm, I'm always a, a person that says, you know, if, if you don't, if you always talk and never listen, you're the real fool. So I think that there is, it's, that's the second time. So I'm going to own this. Obviously, I have to digest what was said because you're the second person to say that to me in two days. Uh, so really? yesterday, uh, and you guys, uh, uh, well, I don't know if you've met him, but Hank, I know he, he said he met you. Um, uh, Mark McCoy of Carolina uh, Arms Group. Okay. I don't know, Mac, if you know who he is. Uh, but the 1911. Well, he um, he he makes they make they make high in 1911s. But he was coming through Missouri yesterday, so he he called me. He swung by. We we know I tested out his guns. We shot some guns. Did a quick video, and um, we were talking, and he was actually sharing that perspective. Uh, it wasn't even something I said. He was he was bringing it from another another guy. Uh, they were having a great conversation, and he used the same term because it's what you know we used to. We just say it right right, and um, he said the same thing. And you two sound like twins which are philosophy <laughs> and it's it's something that i think that we have to we have to um learn how to not only absorb but at the same time process it correctly while not feeling like we will be um you know losing lineage or heritage or things right. like that right so how to do that and do it right but i will say this you're right because I, I say it all the time i use the term american a lot i always throw it on instagram and then in conversation i will say you know something and then i will be contradictory of myself because i'll say are we all American? That's the whole point we're trying to get to. So I, I do think, so I don't take what you say personal because uh, you're the second guy, you're the second gun guy to say that in the last two days to me. So it maybe it's, it's something that we have to all take back, digest and, you know, come up with because we can all be educated, right? We can all, it's all about seeing perspective, right? right? See how these guys see it, how you see it. And I think that's part of the bigger problem. If we can cut down to maybe some boundaries that have been built in us that we don't know exist, Right. You don't even know they're there. Maybe yeah. we can cut this stuff down. We can we can actually see fruit of it. So, yeah, man, I'm not mad. I, I think you make a good point. 
No, I, you know what I would like to do? I just in this conversation, I thought of funny, something funny. I have a very morbid sense of humor, but I'd love to take like all the KKK guys and 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 like hog tie them, strap them down, and stick a Q-tip in their mouth and get a DNA test done, and then come back and show them, and say, "Dude, you're 19% African," and then and then say, "Go hang yourself." Yeah. Oh, you can't live with yourself because people are so freaking stupid. They're so wrapped up in this stuff. And it's used to keep the it, it's used to keep the narrative away from what the real problems are. The That's real problems we face yeah. is 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 the fact that we're going broke at, a, at an incredible pace. We're having our rights stripped from us daily. I've been to p- countries in Europe that are presumably less free than us that are more free, and 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 you never hear about that in America. We're the land of the free, home of the brave, man. This is where freedom exists. Oh, yeah, Holy we cow. We have so many laws on the books. We have to have a building the size of Rhode Island to house them all. It's called the Library of Congress. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have legislated ourselves. We're not, we don't live free. We live under the illusion of freedom. And the only thing that, that, that allows us to keep our grasp on what freedom we have left is the Second Amendment. And what happened at the Bundy Ranch even though the Bundys turned out to be a bunch of whack jobs. But what happened at the Bundy Ranch, I didn't think I'd ever live to see happen. And that's when uh, uh, somebody posted something on social media. It was a short video of police giving the beat down to some folks who were, who, who were not allowing the BLM to come take their cattle or whatever. And we saw a bunch of people from all walks of life, of all nationalities, all Americans, picked up guns, gear, and went down there. And set and stood the line against armed federal agents and said, "No, you don't." And they backed the government down without a shot fired. I never thought I'd live to see the day. So whoever the commander on the ground was on the government side made the right decision because if they would have fired one shot, the thousands of patriots that showed up to say no, if, if the minute they killed one of them, there would have been a million of us going down there. I would have left and, and went down myself. I'm not, you know, we can't let a Waco happen again. We can't let a Ruby Ridge happen again. And, and, and social media is giving us the power so we can quickly do our, our own versions of flash mobs. And when the government steps out of line, like if they kick my door in and I got my, my cell phone going and I'm broadcasting live on Facebook, everybody's going to immediately know and they could come and put a stop to it. Right. Yeah. We, and that's what the second amendment is about, man. It's putting the ultimate power of government in the hands of the people because Governments, by their very nature, will always become tyrannical. They will always grasp for more and more power, and it is our responsibility. Jefferson said that the 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 the, the tree of liberty needed to be watered with the blood of patriots and tyrants. I think you broke up a little bit there, Mac. Are you there? Yeah. Is he? I'll go to more bar. I think he said, "Give him a minute." Yeah. I think the gov blocked him. Uh-oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right when he was getting I, I to the good part, right when it was getting to the crescendo. They went off the Bundy oh, Ranch. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I, but I, I want to make it clear, guys, I'm not calling for insurrection or anything like that. No. And the, Bundys, the Bundys were recently uh, vindicated, right? He was, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then they then they prosecute some of the some of the the the, well, the protesters the guys that went down and then we hear that like they they one of his they, one of his sons went up and took over a cabin somewhere and tried to st- set up another event it almost like they were trying to stage another event to confront the government because they were so successful uh, in Nevada I don't know what was going on one of them wound up getting in a gunfight and killed by a police officer um, which is another thing that drives me crazy man it's like you see all these folks out there that 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 are are, are you know antifa or even black lives matter they 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 are all anti-gun but 
they don't like the police, that they're okay with <laughs> them having their guns taken away, but the police they don't trust, they're okay with them because they're the government. They're okay with them having guns. How do you reconcile that logic? <laughs> you can't, if the funny thing is that with the BLM, I can, I can speak a little bit of unique about that because it was born right here where I'm at. So, yeah. um, you know, when we were, I was, when things calmed down, cause I wasn't going into that mess. I, I, I just couldn't do it. It was, it was, it was bad. It looked like a war zone. I, I mean, I was there, but I was, I wasn't there just hanging out. I was there for a purpose. I did my mission. I got out. Uh, yeah. but when we were, we were sitting there and, you know, things calmed down. This is a year or so when things were a little bit more rational. I was asking them, you know, why don't, why don't you guys let's talk about this gun control thing? You know, let's have this conversation. And I did with a couple of people that represent that movement. And it was, they were like, well, we, we do want guns. I said, really? Well, that's not kind of what your mission is saying based off the people you're allowed to support it, especially. Um, and then when you, you when you say that you want um, crime to stop and things like that, I think you're going about it the wrong way. You're actually taking away your freedom without realizing. Like you're helping, you're, you have a friend of me. You don't have a friend. You have a friend of me right now. Um, and I don't think you guys are realizing it. And so then they turned around and one guy stood up in the middle of a class and said, well, why don't you train the militia? Like, what? I don't, what are you asking me to do? Like, what is that? You know, and he's like, well, why don't we just have a, a militia of guys of basically, and I'm not saying he spoke for BLM, okay? This is just one of the yeah, yeah, one yeah. orders. Um, why don't you, why don't guys like you get out and train us to be a militia basically where we can fight back against the government? I was like, you just missed everything I was saying to you. Like it just, it totally went over your head. So yeah. when you try to explain it to certain ones of them that I, that I encountered and try to have a real conversation they were respectful though don't get me wrong but it was like they only see guns as a way of violence right. they still weren't, weren't getting it i'm like you don't have to get a gun to be a militia man and they're like well we're going to get our guns to fight back against the police it's like okay you, you you're so i don't think they're quite under the understanding yeah. that guns equal peace and that you can be responsible i don't think that they're there yet yeah if i if i'm going off the small sample size i had I, mm-hmm. I, I don't i don't want anybody starting a war um civil war is probably the nastiest of all types of wars to be waged and yeah. and, and and the people come out and say I'm a civil war and that's how we're going to fix our government they don't realize first of all civil war means your neighbor uh is either going to try to kill you or you're going to kill them they're going to kill your children they're going to burn your house down and it's bloody nasty dirty just look what happened in bosnia and herzegovina it, it, it was a modern civil war would be the worst thing ever it's a, it's just not something we, we have to avoid it at all costs. But that doesn't mean that threat is taken off the table because the government has to believe that if they go too far, the people will say that's enough. Yeah. And the only way the people can say that's enough is if they have the power to fight back. And right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so now I would be back. I would be remiss. What what's Walter showing here? What's up? All right. This is, and I know, I know, everybody likes plastic now. Everybody loves that plastic, but this is a sixty-nine hundred six Smith and Wesson. Oh, that's I'm nice. looking at this gun as you guys are talking, and I said, this is this is an example of really decent made stuff. You know, you like that? Is that a new acquire? Uh, no, it's a police trade that I bought years ago. Actually, oh, okay, looks good. Um, when the, when they were get when they were transitioning to all those plastic guns, they got rid of the aluminum and stainless steel guns. And so um, you, you, these you things were relatively affordable at that time. Yeah, yeah then, that's a pea shooter. That's uh oh, uh oh, boy, uh-oh. oh boy. What you got? <laughs> a ten oh six. It's a ten millimeter. Oh, ten millimeter. <laughs> don't don't no, play top trumps with it, Mac. Isn't, okay? that, isn't that the one that the FBI adopted? 
No, I have that. It's a 1076. I have that one at home. Uh, but okay. it's a shortened version of this. has a decocker over here uh, okay. for the FBI version. But, yeah, it was based off this handgun, the 1006. And, uh, yeah, this, this, this heavy cudgel, uh, if you run out of ammo, you can beat your adversary down with it. <laughs> yeah. So let me – I would be remiss if we didn't talk. Babyface has been trying to show us – a n- something new a that you got. Ball I haven't been showing anything. I'm playing with it because it's it's a uh, paperweight right now. Why? <clears throat> Why? Oh God! You guys want to see the the Gorn? So I bought yeah I bought the, a cap and ball revolver. It's a 1849 um, Colt pocket. I think it's from 1870. It's all serial. That's a pocket. Actually. People had deep pockets back. then. I know this was this is what you <laughs> considered a pocket gun. Tiny little. <laughs> so uh, when I bought it, uh, it was fairly cheap for what it is. Because uh, the cylinder was locked up in one spin, you couldn't uh, cock the hammer back. Took it apart, and one, the cylinder stop is broken on the back, so yeah. that snapped off. It needs to be replaced. And then two, Bubba Dunn messed with us, this gun bad. <laughs> so here's the hammer with his uh, his great welding that he did. <laughs> oh. Holy cow! And he put a little nub on the side, so because I guess they I don't know what happened here. Uh, but the pin on this probably broke off. So this is the, uh, <laughs> the little the little paw that moves the moves the yeah. cylinder. You didn't, rea- you didn't realize us when you bought it, did you? Jesus, no. I thought it was gonna be a little bit here, but uh, where did you get this from? Where is a pawn shop locally? Oh, oh, okay. It wasn't expensive. These are normally thousand dollar guns, so it wasn't too expensive. Okay. Um, so, so where are you going to get the replacement parts for? Oh, I don't even know. Okay, Matt, I haven't you, decided what I'm going to do yet. Oh. You might be able to get some. Is it's and it's a Colt, right? This is a Colt, yeah. So there should be, maybe the reproduction parts will actually work in it. I'm oh, I'm will. wondering if I can buy just like a Pieta, one of the Pieta parts. Sure, they'll work. I, yeah, I've, I've, done, think it should I, work I've seen people do it. It's going to take some hand fitting, obviously, yeah. but yeah. Uh, it'll work. Yeah. yeah, it'd be cheaper probably to buy the whole gun and strip it. Use what you want. I mean, want. it's gonna be it, it's gonna be a shooter for sure. It's not it's not a, a you know a super collectible gun. They made like three hundred fifty thousand of these anyways. They're not like highly collectible. So, like I said yeah. on the interweb, though, I want to shoot it though. So yeah, no. Once once I get it once I get it working, um, we're, we got to do some black powder shooting. What yeah, you I get to do since we're doing since we're doing Gorn back by the oh, way? Wait, wait, we call gotta... we call gun porn Gorn around here, man. We're gonna show off our snakes. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> no, mine's bigger than yours. Mine's bigger than yours. <laughs> Here's a shinier too. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't get into modern revolvers, man. They don't flip my switch. Oh, I'll show you the type of revolvers I like. I got, I got to go into oh, my my vault. Oh, right oh boy, people go into the vault. You, you can what probably is... still hear me since I'm wireless. Um, <laughs> let me, let me find, let me find a. a I always get revolver. scared when Mac wants to go to the vault. <laughs> we are Man. not gonna win this game <laughs> i've tried to play this game with mac before like mac i have this thing uh you probably never heard of this he's like dude i, have, I got two of them i got, yeah i have four of those i have some of them brand new in the boxes <laughs> well Whatever. speaking of that speaking of that when i was digging stuff out of my safe here you go you and your colt pythons oh. how about a oh. how about a 1917 colt i love those things Holy those 45s 45, uh, 45, 45, 45, 45 ACP. ACP. Yes, sir. <laughs> and this, uh, an arsenal refinish. It was refinished for world war two service and, uh, sat in a warehouse. It's an original armory refinished state. It's a, an example that just, I have to break. I think I shot it in video once. Um, cool. Where'd you yeah, get that so from? Like, Where'd you get that? Man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my, my thing is, is like when I, when I travel, 
uh, like I'm going to be going down to Texas here to do some hunting and I'm going to drive this time. And, and what I do is I navigate by gun stores. I look for these little <laughs> gun stores off the beaten path that hopefully have guys in there that are, you know, 65, 70 years old that don't use the internet. So they don't know how valuable things are. <laughs> and, um, you find a gun like this, it's a lot of money. You can get home for you know, $400. So, That's a good deal. Um, yeah. I don't know what I paid for it. I've had it for a while, but I, I don't buy guns. I, when I buy collectibles, I buy them where I make money and I use them as investments. So, uh, but I've had that one for, for quite some time. That makes sense. It looks like Kevin has a gun. Kevin, what you got? I bought this 1902 coat. Is, um, is that a pocket uh, hammer? Smokeless. That was before that. No, that's, a pocket, that's a pocket hammer, isn't it? Or is... uh, I don't no, know. it's bigger. It's larger. It's a different. Yeah. No, it looks like a 1910. Uh, it's, a, it's an 02. Yeah. And it's an 02. Okay. Smokeless. Uh, this boy is, is not as in good a shape as the one, uh, you know, Walt Mack showing off these good condition guns. Oh, oh well, it's ugly like baby face. No, you showed that you showed that to us before, Kevin. That's uh, that's older than the, than the than the uh, than yeah. the than the one you're talking. Ours baby face. Right. Yeah, yeah, mine is a, right. mine's a 1903 pocket hammerless. Let's see if you guys can guess what this one is. Hold on. Oh boy. So, uh, so Tim, are you planning on picking up any of the Colts when they come out for the uh, for the, the, the retro guns? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to, man. I'd like I, to. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get in on it. Whoa! Oh, that's uh, <laughs> um, what, what is this, guys? Come on, tell me. Um, it's not a Mauser. No, it's, it's not a uh, I'm familiar it, with it, but I can't get the name. Very, of it. Come on, it's a very, very early automatic pistol, World War yeah. One automatic pistol. Um, come on, Walter, don't let us down. You're our come historian. On, I know, I know about it, but I can't I, get the I name can't. out. I have no is idea. Is it that. a Mitchell Smith? It shoots nine millimeter Largo. Okay, let me see who knows. Is it a Steyr? No. No. No, it's uh, not a Steyr. It's a different name. In there. Uh, <laughs> um, a man liquor. A Bergman Banyard? Banyard? No. You got it. Very good. Okay, that Jesus. was uh, Kappa Joe, Kappa Joe 02 or Kappa, Kappa yeah. something 02? Yeah. This one has uh, 1910 stamped on it. So this was manufactured during World War One. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That yep. looks like it's in really good shape, too. Oh, it, it is. It is. I, 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 these are the, these are the little gems you find at, at, I gosh, I wish I had better lighting trying to turn it here so you can actually see it. Um, but yeah, these are the, these are the little gems you pick up at, at shops just where's in the middle your, of where's nowhere. Your flash, where's your EDC flashlight? Come on now. Come on, man. <laughs> my EDC flashlight? Oh, we got to check the pockets. <laughs> this is my EDC flashlight. You see the flashlight? Oh, he does have one. Holy there crap. Oh, he's he's got, yeah, he's got always, one. Always, always have a gun. Always have a knife. I have a little Microtech. Nice. Like it seems to me, like everyone, it's almost like a microtech is almost like the Rolex of knives. Oh, everybody wants to. ZT and microtech, man, I love them. Not the only knives I buy. I don't like. I don't like knives. They scare me. Oh, (laughs) I'm scared to death of them. I'll shoot somebody that pulls a knife on me. Oh God, I could never. (laughs) You mean? Can never stab a person. You don't want to get chopped up. So listen, at some point, by the way, don't ever play um, gun trumps with with Mac because. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Mac, do you do you have one of these? <laughs> what 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 an AK ballpup? Yeah, the you know. Do you have well, an AK seventy four? That's that's really interesting. But do you want to see what that what 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 where the idea for that came from? <laughs> no, no, I don't. Chinese. Like, what are you getting yourself no, into? I don't want to see it. Oh man, it's Chinese. I made uh, a video on it, guys. All right. Does anybody I, have? I, a- I made all the collectors angry because I took it, it, it right out of the box. I had it brand new in the box for years. And I fired it on camera. Oh, there you go. Guns are made to be shot. 
Oh it's my god! Chinese. That's Chinese. Uh, yep. That this is, is beautiful. Chinese, Chinese manufactured bullpup AK. Charging. Mm. Oh lord! That looks so similar to a FAMAS. It's so crazy. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. And look at this. They they, they totally stole the styre. Uh, it's a little sticky here. <laughs> Where you can take it off. There you go. Oh uh, yeah, that looks. So- oh, that's really funny. <laughs> that's actually a beautiful thing to me, man. <laughs> so this this is the a true Chinese bullpup AK that was manufactured as an AK. So I got to go put this one back. I can't leave it sitting out. Too oh. big. Oh damn it! Uh, if you come if you come across one of those again, you know I call this. Hank is the Hank yeah. is the the collector of all things bullpups. Yeah, I call. No, actually, Mac has a bigger bullpup collection than I do. Uh, Hank, I don't think we've ever asked you this. What is your all time favorite bullpup? Oh, what is that, my, Walter? That is all time favorite bullpup. Let them finish bolt up. Um, bullpup. My personally, is this AK seventy four that I have a bullpup that I have is this AK seventy four right here. I love it. Okay. It's pretty awesome. So, so on this note, we should probably talk a little bit about Shot Show. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> Since it's in the title. Um, and speaking of which, Mac, did you see that IWI is coming out with a twelve gauge semi-auto? I did, oh, and, and I, I saw the picture of it. And what does it look strikingly similar to the magazine? The, An well, SRM twelve sixteen that has that uh, rotary magazine on the bottom. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It looks, it's it looks pretty. It's pretty thick, also. It looks like yeah, it looks big. Head. Yeah, it looks big, but um, I still want one. Like the truth about guns or anything? Oh, like, yeah, it's on the oh, truth it about guns. If anyone's yeah. looking for it, it's on the truth about guns. Tavor TS12 bullpup. That thing yeah. looks ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it it looks. I think I have an SRM somewhere around here. Oh god, that's the one where you can rotate the the magazine. Yeah, too. I mean, I'll show it to you. You're gonna see it. Looks almost yeah. identical. You yeah. going again? Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Don't, don't. <laughs> hey, baby face. Don't challenge him on guns. You were asking me what this was before I got interrupted. Looks like a macro of some kind, right? No, it's a. It's so here a, you go. This, this is what it looks like it's based off of. See this drum magazine? Yeah, exactly the same. It oh, looks yeah. identical. This is the SRM 1216 shotgun. I got to look at And when you, when you one tube, you just, you just rotate it and go to the next tube. Oh, okay. I've never been a fan. I've always thought they're kind of weird looking. They're not reliable. They're 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 actually they're, it's, it, it yeah. uses a roller locking system like an H and K, which is just overly complex for a twelve gauge. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 horridly unreliable. And um, uh, yeah. I'll get my twelve gauge. My favorite my favorite twelve gauge. Hold on. Um, yeah, people are saying that it, there's people in the chat saying that it's bulky, looking like a T sauce. Um, no, no, no. What is that? No, what did you write there? No, that bullpup. Oh, you're. T- what's the? What's the? Um, no, Utah's. 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 Oh, the Utah's is a joke. Oh, Utah's. Yeah. 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 Have they ever fixed those? <laughs> no. No, I think they went out of business. They were. It was. It was. Just, it was a complete sham. That no, company I, was. Oh, I thought that company was still putting out guns. Here, here's the. I hope the not. They're horribly unsafe. Oh, so now you want to show off your Benelli? Go I ahead. Am four. Benelli That's is right. the way to go. Yeah. My favorite's the Super Ninety. Man, the inertial recoil is is so simple. No gas system to oh, foul. Yeah. Yeah, super. It's super. just a shot. It's my it's my favorite shotgun. Yeah, I I got Babyface a deal on that Benelli, and now he's was, a snob. Now he's oh, a shotgun snob. It's so smooth, it's like glass compared to like other shotguns. Okay, I'm gonna oh. mute you. I'm gonna mute you right now. <laughs> Unless you put a bullpup kit on that thing. <laughs> oh, here goes the origin, right? Is this origin the origin? twelve, man. This is a this is a firearm. This is not a shotgun. Yeah, this is a firearm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you know what I was. I was uh, handling one of those today. That thing is heavier than it looks. Yeah. We yeah. shot it before. 
No, not you didn't shoot this one. This is the pistol. No, no, no. I didn't shoot the. We shot the SBR version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This thing is so stinking cool, man. You put a twenty round yeah. drum in it. This thing just. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. it. So, so do, you, um, do you? So do you put your salvo on that? Oh God, that. Really uh, I, 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 <laughs> I've done it to the the, the full size, uh-huh. but yeah, it's it's not really. What? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it's awesome though the origin that's like a really sexy gun you know i think it's uh, <laughs> it's big and funky okay it's, guys the historian awesome. tell, tell me what this is okay walter i can't yeah. i don't i can't get a good enough uh i wish i, I need to where's your flash like a, where's your I, flashlight <laughs> put some lighter oh that's not I have, to look at, I have to look at it on the delay here um um huh is it a is it a nine millimeter Something. It's a nine millimeter. I'm trying to. This is no, like it's, right. it's okay. It's ever. okay. Yeah, what I can is see it. I can see it in the on my laptop on the second laptop. So. Look, look at the stock on this thing. There's That's so a nice stock. I like that. That's like from an airplane. That's like from an airplane kind of. <laughs> it's the goofiest stock ever. It's primitive. Yeah, this is an American-made Uzi. It's oh, that's a, a good light right there, right there. That's it's good. It's called light. a Nighthawk carbine. Okay. Uh, and look yeah. at this. They look weren't at around this. very. They weren't around very long either. No, because it's a horrible piece of junk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you have it for the collection. Yeah, you got to have all the weirdo stuff, man. I have it for the library. Yep. Yeah. Man, right. you you got some nice guns. Yeah, okay, Walter, Walt, let's you, see. You can just turn into the Walton uh, Mac show. These guys. Because <laughs> they got all the. Where's Walter even getting these guns from? I know, he's not even getting up. I've not even seen him nowhere. go to the safe. I know, he's just reaching over. I have to actually go into another room. <laughs> Walter, these guys are all under your desk. <laughs> okay, this is this is pretty basic. PA sixty three from Hungary. Yeah, yeah. Hungary, yeah. Nine by eighteen. Just your Great basic. Simplified Walter. Yep. Very but they nice. work. Very nice, very yeah, simple. I got, something that's, I got something that's being threatened if we don't take stuff uh, serious. You want to see something? This, might, this, 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 this little guy might be in trouble. See that guy there? Was it HK? No, the trigger. Oh, the trigger? Looks like oh, a Geisley yeah. trigger. The guy, yeah, the flat. Yeah, it's a guy. yeah, the flat one. That's a rate-increasing device, man. Yeah. yeah. So when my brain... When my brain sends a signal to my finger and I shoot faster, is that rate increasing? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> well, you had bad thoughts. So you had bad thoughts. They've already they've already said that a shoestring used improperly is a machine gun. So, so. technically, Mac's going to be uh, going. He's going to have to go. To Someone's audio. Who's Kevin's off? mic is Kevin, broken. Yeah, audio's going. <laughs> Kevin's Kevin, computer. You lost your audio. Uh, Mac. Uh, let's see. Okay, what's this one? This looks like a. Yeah, these weird guns. Is this a CZ? Yes, it Hold is. Hold it up. 50, 52. 52, yeah. 52. This is your poor man's hand cannon. Yeah, that thing's a cannon. I was just out. Uh, I just did a video on a uh, on the new torque revs they're bringing in from uh, Yugoslavia. Um, or from Yugoslavia that have a really cool trigger safety. It has a Glock dingus on the trigger, so they don't have to put the big ugly safeties <laughs> on the slides really? and frames. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it looks so, so clean, oh, man. I hate, I hate the safeties. Those things are... I think yeah. I, you put this on Instagram, too, didn't you? Like an above and below... I didn't know they had that on. Did you do a split picture or something of that on Instagram, or was that you? Speaking of talks, speaking of talk revs, all right. The Russian. uh, This is a Chaikom one. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Chaikom. This is a Chinese one that we actually took the safety off, which don't work anyways, and welded up the hole. 
Oh, nice. I've heard people yeah. doing that. And it's, it's once again, hand cannon. Yeah, these things are the talk for a round. Yeah. is a cool round. Yeah. Most impressive, yes. So let's do this real quick because we did make it a title, <laughs> which I don't know why I bothered making it the title. But what are you guys looking forward to at SHOT Show? Let's start from Babyface, who's not oh, going to SHOT Show. No, take me last. I, I don't know what's going to be okay. Take me last. I don't know. That sounds good. <laughs> oh, you want to go last? Huh? <laughs> Give me up last. There you go. Give me up last. <laughs> still, still sounds bad. Okay, Walter, what are you looking forward to? Well, um, I want to see that Draco, the new one, the Draco, or whatever you want to call it. The nine millimeter. Yeah. Yeah. Just to look at it. I have a feeling that the Magwell adapter in the bottom is made out of plastic. Somebody tell me it is because I'm going to put it a is. I'm going to put a real. It has a full size magazine well in it, and they, they put a little cover over it. It's just like the Chiapa. Okay. Um, it, 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 it's a full size 762 by 39 magazine well that they just fill in with plastic. Because I think that thing needs a. AK uh, uh, US Kalishnikov USA magazine instead. It looks more proper. <laughs> Just my opinion. Um, but I want to see that. Um, let's see. There's what's, I'm looking down a website here. With, uh, uh, Kalishnikov USA, I'd like to see them bringing out their 9 millimeters. Yeah, there, it's yeah. been talked about and talked wow, about. And talked about and nothing's happened. Yeah. I just want to go to Kalishnikov USA. I hope they, oh. uh, I hope they hired Sonny Yunny to be Sonny in their Yunny, booth. Yes, yes. Because yes. last year I lost a camera in the booth. Uh, I had a 360 camera. And I lost it in that booth, and Lola was really mad at me because we were distracted. Because <laughs> we were distracted by the booth model, <laughs> and I lost the camera. I so. actually want—I actually want to go to the Glock area and touch the 19X. Um, really, you want to touch I, it? I, I know there's all this hate, but I—I'll mail you mine. I'm done making fun of it. I just got to ride <laughs> Glock a little bit. You, <laughs> I uh, I put together a uh, M&P 19X using the full-size frame and the compact yes, 2.0. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and I meant to talk about this the other night. On, 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 totally on Patrick R's side, he had, or I think it was on his side or one of them, they, somebody had cut the bottom of the magwell off because they're all mad about it or something. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. Um, um, lots uh, of people cut off the bottom of the magwells of... Um, of Glocks? Of, of uh, Glocks, yeah. 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 So, so is that all you want to see at Shot Show, Walter? No, there's some other stuff. I mean, I, I it's, it's Shot Show is one of those things when I get there, it's like, oh wow, check that out. Oh, cool, look at that. <laughs> I want to go over to the um, the EEA of boots and see the 10 millimeter. Got to see the 10 millimeter over at European American Armory. Yeah, um, I used to have one back in the day, and I I, I traded it off because I never shot it. That was back when I was dumb. Um, <laughs> but it was really really nice. Really, really nice 10 millimeter. It was based obviously on the CZ 75, and it was right. 10 millimeter right. shot like a pussy cat. It was great. And you they got rid of it. Go Kevin, can you hear us? There you go. I had to sit down. I was on my computer. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. 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 Oh, I got to get over to the. Uh, yeah. I got to get over to the HK. Bo- oh, sorry, Kevin. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I need to go oh, no, over, over to the HK booth and see the re uh, reintroduction of the uh, MP5K. I want to. Somebody see go that. handle the FK Bruno. Tell me what you yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> Let me guess, HK is going to weld it up so you can't even put a SBR stock on it. They so <laughs> screwed up. They, they relaunched the MP5, and, and it, was, it was such a nightmare. Yeah. Have you guys talked it, about the, the 458 hammer round yet? No. 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 I'm so on the fence. I, <laughs> <laughs> I see there's some new Glock um, 80% frames coming out. From um, yeah, for the Glock 43, I believe. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. From the Glock so, store? Yeah. No, the 
the best thing I've seen so far. You guys are familiar with the uh, the X Products can launcher, the can cannon. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did you did, did you see that they make a grappling hook for it, which has been out for a while? <laughs> now this year they're going to launch a shot show, a winch that you can attach to yourself. You can become Batman. I saw that's going to be released and I, I, I got to oh, have boy. one and you're going to yeah. see, you're going to see me die probably. On yeah, video. Exactly. <laughs> Lots of people I, are going to die because of this. <laughs> I'm going to be winching myself on top of every building in town. <laughs> I think every man is going to try to do this. So what are you in for? I winch myself <laughs> on top of a building downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Impersonating Batman without a license. Been over and grabbed the soap. <laughs> All right. Okay, Kevin. What uh, what what things do you want to see at Shot Show? You're actually going. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm interested in seeing uh, FN's new Scar collection. But the, I know they're just pistols now, but I still want to go see them. Um, like the aren't those for law enforcement only? Uh, I haven't heard that. I hope not. Like, I think I've got a bunch of SBRs, new FN SBRs and things like that that are just law enforcement. No? That would be sad. I didn't read that in the release. Uh, oh, okay. So okay. Said compact carbon. That, that would be bad. Yeah. Uh, I want to see them. I'm interested in seeing... Um, I just want to see it. I do want to go see the 19X. And what I'm more interested in with the 19X is I want to watch... The Glock fanboys fight for it. Like, I just is, this, is this like, is the 19X like the baby Jesus and everyone has to go over to the manger <laughs> and take the a look? I just want to see the people like defend it. Like, I just I mean, want to Are you bringing frankincense and myrrh? <laughs> I'm just saying. I just want to check it out. I want to see how people are acting. Interested in that. I am interested in the, that high point 10 millimeter carbine. Yes. I have to go see that thing. Yeah, um, that's going to be, I predict that will be the hottest thing at SHOT Show, High Point. No. Oh, I want one. No. <laughs> yeah, me too. I want one too. Yeah. Now, now, it's, it's hot. I, I think I'm going to buy one. I, I, I'm not up on, a, on this. I'm scrolling to this website here and I see the, the Breda APX RDO. Isn't that the same concept as a Glock? Short slide, long grip? Yeah, it could be. Mm, I didn't <laughs> even see that one. Is it 45 ACP? Yeah. But I don't well, that's new. If it's APX and 45, that's new just in and of itself. Yeah. yeah. Well. So now did you um Mac, you're you're um you're into CZs. Did you see the new stuff that's coming out from CZ? Oh, I you saw that. Oh man. Uh, one, one, one of uh one of my friends <laughs> sent me a picture. He somehow got his hands on one of the new shadow compacts. Uh-huh. Uh I'm glad I have two good kidneys because I'm about to have one. <laughs> <laughs> well it looks like and then they've, they've also um they've got like a little shortened version of the scorpion there's a whole bunch of or is it a pistol yeah yeah, yeah they, got, they shortened the barrel put a hb industries rail on it uh you know omar the scorpion king here at the shop he, he already did that and they may have gotten the idea from him because he has done more r&d work uh with the scorpion <laughs> he it, it's amazing i have to get him out and oh, he needs yeah. one of my stocks. That's yeah, I think Walter's supposed to be supplying Omar. Let me give the yeah, plug he needs for one Omar. Of my stocks. Yeah. yeah, when is Omar getting this stock, Walter, since he's the Scorpion King? Well, actually, the first the first batch of the stocks are pretty much sold. we got to make some more parts. So. Oh, okay. So make sure you back. remember Omar, though. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. I'll get it to him. I'll get it to him. Yeah, yeah. 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 We'll make a video with it because his gun is crazy, man. He has modded that thing out. It looks good. It's all flat. Is dark it, uh, is it a pistol, pistol SBR? 
It's now an SBR. It was okay. uh, had an SB brace on it for a long time. He got his Form 1 back. Now it's a straight-up SBR. All right, I'll get you the good stuff. Yeah, I, I will say this to you, Walter. If you were going to send me one, send it to Omar first. <laughs> okay. And let, let Mac and Omar do a video on it. <laughs> Every day I walk past Omar, he shows me. He, I, literally, he carries the gun around with him everywhere in the store. And he always told, he goes, hey, man, when are we going to do a Scorpion video? I'm like, we just did one a month ago. You know, let's give it some time. <laughs> I tell you what, the Scorpion, the Scorpion fanboys are serious fanboys. I mean, they're oh yeah, they're modifying and changing and doing, and you know, it's like, hmm? yeah. What's the co- uh, what's that company that does all those um like the grips and stuff like that? Uh, Yeti Works. Yeti Works. Yeti Works. Yeah, those guys yeah. have some nice things out there for uh, Scorpions. Um, what? Speaking of the CZ, I see this. CZ no sooner. CZ no sooner announced the Scorpion and like all these companies started making accessories for it before they even sold a thousand guns. Usually companies wait until there's 40,000 guns in circulation. So they know there's a market for their aftermarket accessories. The Scorpion defied that traditional industry logic. And as soon as it hit the market, man, everybody, they just knew it was going to be a hit given its price point. And the fact it had the CZ name on it was going to have quality and everybody started making stuff for that gun. It's awesome. It's one of the most modular nine millimeter carbines on the market. Newsflash newsflash from the CEO. She says we have some uh, CZ stock buttstock still. Oh, you do? Okay. So get get (laughs) one. Well, what's been selling fast is the, the, the version for the, for the tail hook. Um, oh. the, regular, the regular stocks have been selling slower. So. No, Omar's got a SBR, you said, He's right? got an SBR, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll get so, him one. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, we can still put, I mean, it's SBR. We can still put tail hooks and stuff on them. You know, yeah. we can do whatever we want to it now that it's SBR. Right, right. Yeah. Machine guns. What's, what's up with the CZ P10C? That looks pretty cool. Yeah, they got the awesome. new, we, we saw a threaded a suppressor height sight gun that was all black come into the shop. And that's weird because CZ usually does gray with the suppressor uh, threaded barrels and, and suppressor height sight guns. I've seen the pictures of the gray ones out there, but we got two black ones in. I held one back for video, and then we're going to auction it off to a, a fan that wants to, you know. Oh. We, and we the price is, the MSRP is like 550 That's cheap. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's, that's, that's the beautiful thing about CZ is they're not expensive, man. They're, they're, it's such a quality gun for for the amount of money they ask. Yeah. yeah. How's yours? How's yours holding up, Mac? I'm, I'm assuming it's doing well. My P10C is doing killer, man. I, I love the thing. I um I want to get the suppressor gun, but we, we have to sell it. Um, my my business partner constantly reminds me we're in the business of selling guns, not collecting them, not hoarding guns. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We got we got two in, and I have to sell them both. But I'm gonna make a video with one, show it off, and then we're and since it'll be used, it'll be a video gun, and and I'll say you know here's the serial number. I'll show it in video, then we'll put it up on the Copper Custom. Uh, auction site and then fans can have at it and they can have the actual video gun yeah so let me just say this about the scorpion before i forget and someone's gonna you know hold me for this one um the only thing the scorpion's missing is it should be glock magazine compatible no okay i'm out thanks (laughs) no 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 no. you lose that everything no No support no support no we looked into it Scorpion is nineteen dollars, man. Yeah, mean, that's why you don't see it happen. Yeah, no, no the, mean, the the magazines are too cheap. I have a crap ton of them myself. You got to have yeah. the style, man. You got to have that. It's got to look like a sub gun, or you're going to lose a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Mac, except, um, except the people that will buy the nineteen X. Well, they'll, they'll buy the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mac, are you going to Shot Show? No, I'd I'd uh, I'd, I'd rather not ever go again so no I'm, I'm every year i say i'm not going this year i'm definitely not going oh okay so 
when we hang out at shot show is always fun. It is fun. It's just, I get, I, I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy Vegas and I don't, the amount of money I spend to get there, you know, hotels and foods outrageously expensive. I don't, yeah. I don't get that money back it, from a business sense. This makes no sense yeah. for me. Is to it go. because you've had to like pick me up and drive me out to media day and stuff like that? Is that next time? And I'm about ready to send you to collections because you haven't paid that bill. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, what's so ironic. Remember when we were sitting outside, we're getting ready to pick you and Lola up and, 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 and me and Aaron were sitting in that big ass SUV and we were listening to Elton John, Yellow Brick Road. And there were those guys standing next to the wall staring at us like they wanted to kill us. We were like, we're like dancing in the car, you know, <laughs> we thought it was so funny. Yeah. So, you know what's and this I'm, I want to ask you, like, what you think is cool at SHOT Show. But first, I just want to say that it's ironic. I thought about this in the beginning. It's ironic that really our favorite show is the NRA show for pretty much. Yeah, I was going to comment on that again about you guys <laughs> busting the NRA's balls so hard and then everybody goes to NRA. So, yeah, I'm going to go there. I'm going to be uh, I have a I have a T-shirt that says NRA, not real activists. <laughs> I'm going to sell them at cost a month before the show, and then everybody I see at the NRA, show, I'm going to give them a free Mac patch. I'm going to bring like a thousand oh, Mac oh, patches. Oh, I'm buying one. I got it. I'm going to buy one of those shirts. If uh, if Sam from, from Fortune okay. Freedom is watching, I'm buying one. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, it's oh, already on Fortune for Freedom. If, if, if you wear it, you get a patch. Is that the? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So go to Fortune um, Freedom, and uh, it's in the in the military arms. Channel. Mac collection. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and see, you'll, you'll see it. It says, you know, NRA and big red letters and, and white letters, not real activists. And um, we're going to sell them at cost for the month leading up to the show. And I'm going to go to the show wearing mine. And everybody I see wearing that shirt gets a free uh, patch. And uh, I just want the NRA to know that we, we, uh, we're not going to put up with their nonsense awesome. anymore. Awesome. You know what I'm going to do, too, at that show? If I, well, I could probably print more of these. If I see anyone wearing the, those uh, Max NRA patch, check that out. Are you going to make me do that too? Yep. That's the new Hank. We should all do it, man. Let's send a loud and clear message yeah. to NRA. I got yeah. on if you wear that shirt and I see you, I'll give you one of these. I, I can bring some patches when I go to NRA. So there you go. You will get, this <laughs> is not even out. No one has these patches yet. Hey, no what one. What about me? Um, Babyface has one. one. That's it. Yeah. I'll hook you up, Mac. Don't worry about it. Walter, Walter, I'm not hooking you up. Kevin, definitely not hooking you up. <laughs> I guess, no, I guess you're the SBR then, are you? <laughs> no, if, nice you catch, if you catch me at SHOT Show, if you catch me outside at SHOT Show. <laughs> you might the nice be. thing about having a beard, it's like, it's like a patch panel, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I can wear patches. Yeah, there you right? go. That's the patch right there. That's the patch. There you go. It's the you suck. You suck. Yeah. Yeah. Also and that's, that's available. A little gold coin we get when we get demonetized on our videos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And speaking of which, did you did we talk about this? I don't know. Uh, I don't think we talked about this on air. I mean, YouTube came out with new rules that are going into effect. I think in February. Did you see that, Mac? Yeah. I actually just got uh, BBTV just sent me, um, which is my network. They just sent me a breakdown on it, and I can read it to you right now if you want to yeah, hear it. Yeah. Please do. Please do. Yeah. So, let's so hear. About here, here's what's changing in April 2017. YouTube set the YPP, which is a YouTube partnership program, eligibility requirement of 10,000 lifetime views. Yesterday, YouTube announced an update to the criteria for their YPP 
uh, eligibility threshold, which requires a channel to have an accumulated 4,000 hours of watch time within the past 12 months and have at least 1,000 subscribers. Channels that are already part of the, the partnership program that do not meet these, this criteria will lose the ability to monetize once the changes become active uh, or effective February 20th <laughs> to allow for a 30-day grace period. Once effective, after a creator reaches 1,000 subs or 4,000 watch hours, they'll automatically be reevaluated under strict criteria to ensure they comply with YouTube's policies. Now, here's what's funny about that, man. I, I've been at, with YouTube for 10 years now this year. And, and I remember applying to the partnership program. It was, it was something you had to struggle to get into. Mm-hmm. No videos monetized. They looked at your content, how regularly you posted. Was it good content? You know, did it have good lighting, good audio, and, good, and did you regularly post? And then they would say, you've been accepted. They sent you a little plaque saying you are a YouTube partner. <laughs> a little piece of paper. You know, it was a big deal. And then you got ads on your videos. And that's when we all had... The, the high paying pre-roll ads, all the movie trailers and all the Chevy commercials. And then YouTube decided one day, ah, you know what? Everybody with an iPhone and a stupid cat video can have a Chevy commercial. <laughs> and, and all of us that did this professionally or tried to, you know, make quality content like we all here try to do. And really, you know, YouTube's original promise was you build your own audience and you can make a career out of this. You can be a content creator. You can have your own television show. Basically all you have to do is the hard work and, and we'll give you the platform. But then they took all of our money away, but I'll guarantee you, even with these new guidelines, even though you see ads playing on my videos and this is what kills me, my earnings are still down 70% or more. Yeah. I still see yeah. ads playing all the time. They're just <laughs> well, they demonetize them. they demonetize a lot of my videos and still run ads on it. Oh yeah, they're still doing it. So like, I have over seven hundred and some videos. What these clowns do is they'll go back five years and demonetize a whole bunch of videos you don't even know are demonetized anymore. You have to filter it and look, and all of a sudden you'll see a hundred videos popped up that are no longer monetized. Yeah, and they're constantly going through demonetizing us. I also, my father-in-law and my cameraman, and and hundreds of my viewers have emailed me saying that. They just get unsubscribed from my channel. They don't do anything. They, one day they stop getting notifications and they look and they have to go back and resubscribe to my channel. And, yep. and YouTube says it doesn't happen. I said, really? No, it happens that all the time. That means my father-in-law and my cameraman are lying to me. <clears throat> yeah. So um, YouTube is constantly messing with us. They're constantly setting their algorithms to squash us and search. They're trying to take our money away. They're striking our accounts. I mean, all the stupid stuff. Like you got an account strike for having a live stream. Um, I, I got an account strike for uh, for a, a political commentary video, and, and Such got an account strike because he was talking about Magpul furniture. Uh, even Ian over at Forgotten Weapons, who talks about 100-year-old outdated guns you can't even own, got an account strike. Yeah. Uh, they're doing That's everything insane. they can to run us off. Yeah. They don't want us here. Yeah. And I'm not leaving until they finally kick me off. But I, I – uh, But we're, yeah, also not, much, man. we're also not sitting idly by – Nope. You know, I've been uh, given four count strikes and I've had all four lifted. And that's why I tell people, don't let those stand. Go through the appeals process. Once you get 500,000 subscribers, you're in a different group. They assign a YouTube rep to you. So I actually have a rep that I can blow up his phone in his inbox. And I also belong to a network. If, you, if you're below 500,000 and you don't have a YouTube rep, join a network, a good network that doesn't steal a bunch of money from you. And, and, <laughs> and they will go to bat for you in case you do get uh, account strikes like James Yeager, when he got his account strikes, he didn't belong to an MCN, mm-hmm. uh, which is a network. 
And had he gotten that first account straight, he just let him stand. He just figured, oh, in 30 days it goes away. But if you get three of them in 30 days, which he did, they ban you forever. Yeah. Somehow he got let back on, but they deleted his entire library of videos. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't want to do those MCN things because they do want a whole bunch of money, which I'm not already not making money from there. So, you know, it's like I under, a weird. I understand that, but I've yeah. been a part of a, a network now for uh, over six years. And the only reason was is because uh, I didn't have a voice with YouTube when they were messing with me and messing with my monetization and messing with, you know, uh, what happens is, and I actually uh, saw this happen. So like mom demand actions, their Facebook page, they'll target gun channels. And they'll say, go to this gun channel, report this video. Hmm. And they'll all mash the, the report button. And that automatically triggers a bot to uh, strike the account and remove the video. And then you have to get a person to go look at it and say, oh, this, is, this doesn't violate YouTube policies. And then they'll unstrike the video and, and, and re-release it. But if you, don't, if you don't have a voice, if you can't go to YouTube and say, hey, this was done unfairly. I'm being targeted by an activist group. Uh, you wind up getting your, your account yanked. You, you, you get you know, kicked off. People don't even remember this probably, but um, uh, Hickok got kicked off YouTube twice. Yeah, in, in, a, in like less than a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so. what, you know what his offense was? Because he, 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 he uh, linked to Bud's gun shop. You know, those, <laughs> those evil guns that are constitutionally protected. Uh, yeah, it's against YouTube policy to link to a, a website that sells constitutionally items. Now, you can link to a website that sells condoms or marijuana. That's not a problem. Or even pornography. Yeah, felony. But if you link yeah, to a website can, that sells guns, up, we, yeah. we can have none of that. Yeah, you can link to an abortion group, whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whatever you want. It's yeah. all except, uh, except guns, man. That's terrible. Okay, so I know we've been doing it for two hours. The final question to you, Mac, and then I'll let anyone uh, make comments that wants to. Uh, you're not going to shot show, but what do you think is going to be cool that we should be looking at? I know, you know, you're you're like one of the super cool dudes. You probably already have some. I am of these not things. a super cool dude, man. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just I'm just like anybody else on YouTube, guys. I'm not I'm nothing special. But uh, what the 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 uh, the shot show just you know I, I'm looking forward to seeing what other people post about. I've read the the prediction blogs and and you know we've all seen what we think is going to show up. I don't know what the next big thing is going to be. I do know that what's kind of interesting in this market where a lot of gun shops and, 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 and manufacturers are struggling, they're laying off, you know, federal laid off hundreds of employees, Daniel's defense laid off hundreds of employees. Yeah. Uh, silence and code. The, the top guys. Laid off. Down. Yeah. Yeah. He, well, he, I mean, it took long enough. I mean, the guy's been running them into the hole for the last five years. Um, <laughs> But anyway, you know, everybody's laying off, but the big dogs like Ruger and, and, and Vista Outdoors, which owns like 56 brands, dude, they're launching a whole bunch of cool stuff like the 224 Valkyrie, which I'm really excited about. Uh, so we're going to see some of the bigger companies uh, really going full board, the FNs and the, and, and the, the you know, um, Vista Outdoor Group. They got a whole bunch of stuff they're going to launch, and they've been pretty tight-lipped about it. So I'm kind of curious to see what they have. Okay, cool. What do you, and one quick thing, have you heard of the Reformation that's coming out from uh, Franklin Armory? You know what, man? I don't know what to think of that. I mean, everybody's speculating what it is. Um, you know, I don't even know if it has ATF approval. I haven't seen an approval letter because they're keeping it under wraps. But, you know, it, it, in my mind, it's, it's one of two things. It's a smooth bore gun that has no rifling, or it's a uh, an, a slightly out of round barrel that twists that get, that imparts a spin on the bullet that the ATF doesn't consider a rifling, or it's a smooth bore that fires 
something like a sabotaged slug, like a, a, a projectile that has a rifling on the projectile through a smooth bore. Um, That's interesting. But everybody's speculating. Yeah, I, 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 I heard it might be 300 blackouts, which I don't know how that would be. Yeah, it, it's mm -hmm. still an SBR. You, you the only way they can make it not an SBR and actually have a barrel that length is to to make it a smooth bore. Can, can you on the muzzle on device? device can you put a twist? Yeah, you can't put any kind of twist on the muzzle device. I mean, I'm not. No, a, no, no. Yeah. no, 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 uh, no. Just like that that origin I showed you guys. That's not a that's not NFA item. That's that's a firearm. It, it fits in between a class that's undefined. So okay. if that gun was never manufactured as a pistol or a rifle, and it was manufactured as a firearm, and it has a smooth bore. It, it, it slips through the cracks just like the Origin 12 does. Mm, okay. You, uh, you heard it here first. It's going to be a muzzle loader. Black powder. Nope. Who's going to reintroduce <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I don't think so. All right, Babyface, um, you know, what, what do you want to um, – I know you weren't feeling good. That's why you didn't, we didn't see you um, sometime this week. So you want to address that real quick because some people were asking about it. So, and, and so, what you yeah, so no, I, I, ate, I ate something funky on Monday and my belly was upset. This Today – I just took a nap after work, and then when I, I looked at my watch, I was like, "Oh shit, I gotta be on the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> We're glad you oh, made there, it. <laughs> there, there, there's a, a dirty joke lurking in there somewhere, but I'm not. Gonna <laughs> yeah. Okay, so anything that you look, we're not going to see. This is going to be our last show until we come back from Shot Show, guys. Yep. So Lola yeah, wants so to make be... sure that you guys are subscribed and you hit the 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 um, alert bell and all that kind of stuff. Since I'm some good bill, coverage, guys. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll be bugging you guys constantly to see what's going on. So mm -hmm. yeah, Hank, anything cool, man? Text me. I'd yeah, love to see it. You know, for those of you guys right. going, man, keep me in the loop. I'm interested to see what you guys find out. Okay, awesome. We'll do that. And and while we're out there, if there's something that you hear of that maybe you know we could be missing, let me know and I'll go check it out for you. Okay. Yeah. You know, cool, I'll man. Happy, be happy to do that. Okay, Kevin. Uh, you know, any last words? <laughs> I ain't got love from the Glock man. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm not, I'm not betting anymore. This is why I don't waste money, because I would take it real bad. Um, <laughs> but no, I just um, shutting down, getting ready to, uh, to travel to shot. So I'm going to probably do a couple other live streams. But um, I will say one good thing that happened to me. I like to say put positive energy in the air. Um, someone called me and actually volunteered to do a fundraiser for Amy for the Truth. Awesome. So all I have to do is fill up. And they're going to do all the work. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a club. So big shout out to Zulu Shooters Club in uh, St. Louis. They... Um, they're going to put on an event to raise money for Amy for the Truth, which we're going to do to uh, uh, adopt the classroom toward the end of the year and send kids off with good summer stuff. So that's going to be fun. Hey, um, Hank, uh, yeah. do me a favor. Shoot me Kevin's uh, contact information and share mine with him uh, because I have family in Kansas. So when I go through, I'd love to connect with you, man. And, and uh, maybe we could do a video and promote what you're doing. Uh, oh, I'd love to do that. Absolutely. So anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's great. I, no, I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, thank you. I'm oh, glad you said that. Absolutely. And actually, I'll be in Chicago. So when I'm up there, I'll probably reach out to you. Look me up, yeah, please. Absolutely. Yeah, you're 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 40 minutes away or less. And if you need a ride, man, I'll come pick you up from the airport. So. Oh, awesome! Awesome. Yeah. Well, he he he'll, he'll roll up there in a big, massive SUV. <laughs> no, man, it'll be in a Jeep. That's what I drive. <laughs> you know, it's funny, man, how I get those big vehicles is uh, a fan of the channel actually owns an Enterprise franchise. And that and oh. he always hooks me up. Oh, so like really? that, that, awesome. that big old thing I rolled down to Iraq veterans shoot in that had like it keeps you in the lane and had the, the butt vibrating. Yeah, seat it was insane. All the crazy electronics. <laughs> I paid 300 bucks for that thing for the week. 
You mean the thing that you were doing like 150 on the highway? <laughs> oh, I was wound up, dude. I was wound up. I was ready. I, I was ready to go to war, man. I was mad, mad, mad about gun laws. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So cool. I'll make that. I'll make sure I make that connection. Uh, Kevin, did you want to add anything before we switch? Uh, to Walter? Okay. Big shout out to Mac. Mac, I appreciate that. Uh, humbled by it. Uh, outside of the 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 aiming for the truth thing, remember, guys, if you want to help out with the aiming for the truth event, remember, we're trying to. We got six cities geared up to go to this year to. Uh, enrich lives and get people to understand what freedom is so gofundme backslash aiming for the truth uh patreon backslash noc firearms and remember all that stuff is all you to uh to help somebody else life out i don't hoard that money uh you know me you watch anything when companies send me stuff i normally find a reason to, to auction and then give it away so uh any anything that the consumer can do to help will be awesome um other than that look forward to a shot if you guys want to see something um let me know you know i'm going to be walking around looking at various cool things, but let me know what you want to see. And I'm just looking forward to getting out there, man, sh- shaking hands and kissing kids and having a good time. I don't know if they'll let me kiss babies. Kevin, what, what's your Patreon again? Uh, Patreon uh, slash NOC, for no other choice, NOC Firearms. Okay, no other choice, gotcha. All right, you just got a new Patreon. Awesome, oh, man, thank you. That. Appreciate that. Yeah, thank you from everyone, Mac. We appreciate it. Yeah, that's big thanks. Yeah. And, uh, so Hank, that means so Hank, you actually were the official uh, first YouTube celeb to do it, Max Second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you so, go. So, that's awesome. So not, yeah, and that's all that's coming up for me. And I just encourage everybody to, to keep interacting, man. Um, um, I think that you know we'll all be out there. We'll be having fun. If you want to see me, um, obviously do something harass Hank. Please let me know. If you want to see uh, what I'm going to steal from Walt's booth, um, <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to steal something, man. I'm telling you, I'm going to st- steal something. Okay, cool. Walter, what's going on? Tell folks you're going to be at Chacho. You have a booth. Yep, Tell us uh, where the booth is and what you're getting up to. Uh, yeah, 20613. That's in um, the law enforcement ballroom up in the main hall. Um, right around the corner from Gemtech and, um, you know, those kind of those guys. Um, we're getting ready for a shot. Um, the new MP5K stock should be ready tomorrow, I think, hopefully. Cool. So, um, um, that's something we're bringing to shot plus uh, the CZ stock and, and all our other stuff. So, oh, okay. yeah, just get ready for that. Will the stock come with uh, MP5? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you funny boy <laughs> yeah yeah um by the way mac if there's anything that safety harbor makes man that you're interested in i'll i'll try to connect you with walter also yeah, I, i'll get to, I'll get to, I'll get to yeah. that cz stuff here quick out before we go to shop hey man, and, and, and i don't expect free stuff dude so um no, you know get get, get no. on the phone and i'm more than glad to, to at least no. you know cover costs or and i'm fine with buying you know dealer prices whatever okay. i don't expect free stuff i'm not looking for um i'm not looking for any preferential treatment or nothing so uh well, trust me you won't get it the downside to getting it into my hands if, if i don't like it uh the, the whole world will know <laughs> yeah. don't call me asking about that because i can't help That's why you i don't ask for free stuff <laughs> no absolutely um and uh mac you know i, I think we we you're not going to be at the show but you'll be there in spirit be there in spirit, spirit man you'll, yeah. you'll have my spirit with you in a bag yeah, absolutely. I'll be in the briefcase, man, like, you know, in a, uh, a Pulp Fiction. I'll be in that, that, that golden light in the briefcase. Yeah, I need to I need to get one of those shirts from uh, – I need to get one of the shirts in your collection, the one where you have no beard. 
That's what I need right there. Oh, that that picture, it's gone. The one with me it's from not. high school with the AK, it says, who needs a girlfriend oh. when you have an AK? Yeah, that's <laughs> not there anymore? Damn it. Nope, yeah. it was, I only did that for a short time. Uh, it ended Christmas. Yeah. Okay, we need to start a I'll get you one. Just reach out to Sam. He'll print one up for you, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll get that. Um, also, guys, before I go, I want to thank everyone here that's in the chat hanging out with us, everyone that joined us. I want to remind you to subscribe because this is where we're going to be doing the live videos going forward until we get everything. I think even when we get stuff worked out, I'm just going to keep doing the live videos over here just to, you know, stay out of trouble. And there's no point in making everyone subscribe here and we don't do something. So we, we are going to do stuff on uh, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded to uh, keep everyone happy that subscribe to us. So I want to thank you guys for that. I want to thank everyone that supports the channel. Uh, Safety Harbor Firearms, Andrew's Custom Leather, of course, you know, Safety Harbor, that's that's Walter right there. Yeah. Andrew's Custom Leather, Big Daddy Guns. And if you're going to be at SHOT Show, we're going to be doing, um, there's going to be a big Brownells uh, hangout because Brownells is rolling out something. So you might have seen little stuff leaking on the Internet, <laughs> you know. It's so um, cool, man. I can't wait to talk about it. It's yeah, so man. cool. It's the coolest thing. That that will be the coolest thing at SHOT Show, but we just can't talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't, we can't really talk about it. Uh, my cousin Pookie Love does know a lot about this. If anyone who's seen any of the stuff that's leaking out. And Pookie Love will also be at SHOT Show. And if, if you go to the Brownells meetup, you're probably going to meet Pookie Love over there, and, as, as well as Lemon Squeezy. That's Lola's cousin, Lemon mm. Squeezy. And yeah. um, by the way, that's a Treasure Island at um, Gillies. The, oh, okay. The, the yeah, Brown Treasure Island. Okay, yeah. yes. That's where, I forgot what day it's going to be because I it's don't It's on the 24th. Right. Okay, thank you, Walter. I'm sensing I'm you're going to be my, there. <laughs> my, my, my batteries on my phone will be fully charged. That, that <laughs> <problem>. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, guys, so thanks a lot. Um, that's it. We, we're going to see you when we get back from SHOT Show. We are going to do things. Follow us on show, social media, all of us out there, Military Arms Channel, Safety Harbor Firearms, NLC Firearms, and even Babyface P. He's got some social media. Even though he's <laughs> not there, you can get in touch with him, and he'll get in touch with me if there's something that you want to uh, know about. Or I may just troll you. You don't. Yeah, know. exactly. One of the two will happen. Yeah, he'll troll you. All right, guys. Uh, go ahead, Mac. What's up? I was just say once he gets that black powder pistol working, we're all in trouble. Oh yeah, and you're in trouble. <laughs> all right, we're out, of, we're, we're out of here. Peace out, guys. Yeah, guys. Peace out, people.